This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, May 13th, by the way. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, two men riding an ATV were seriously injured and may face leg amputation after police say they ran a red light and were hit by an SUV. Mm-hmm. It happened at 7.30 Thursday at 5th Street near Hunting Park Avenue in the city's Hunting Park neighborhood. Police say both men on the ATV are in critical condition. One victim may lose both of his legs while they're saying the other could lose one leg. Whoa. Now, this is obviously in a different section of the city, but Marissa sent us a video yesterday of one of those really big groups of ATVs. TVs and yeah. motorcycles mm-hmm. going. That was it down. Uh, uh, was it six seventy six? Was yeah, it on? That was down JFK Boulevard. Okay, okay. JFK. Yeah, okay. You guys said travel. I wonder if like could yeah, they have made a, it out. There's Park? a chance, and and you know that was at one point in the night. An hour or two later, I heard another ten guys go by. So it's all the way from your off, building, from way up, and yeah. you can hear it super loud. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this like right here is, is the example right. as why yeah. <laughs> as to why it's so dangerous. Uh, so other than the two men who may lose uh, both or, or one of their legs, there were no other injuries reported. The mother of a 10-year-old Delaware County girl who died from a social media challenge is now suing TikTok. Uh, Tawana Anderson and her attorneys announced a wrongful death lawsuit against the company Thursday in Center City. Anderson's daughter, Nyla, died last December after taking part in the blackout challenge. The challenge calls for people to attempt to hold their breath until they pass out. Her mother says a change is needed. It is time that these dangerous challenges come to an end and that other families don't experience the heartbreak we have every day. Uh, Anderson's attorney says they want to learn how TikTok's uh, algorithm targets children and stop it. TikTok responded to the lawsuit and says the trend predates its platform and has never been a, uh, this one has never been a TikTok trend. The company added it remains vigilant about user safety and would immediately remove any related content. I'll be curious how that that does play out. I mean, Mm -hmm. when I was in Middle school when I was in junior high. Yeah, yeah. The, the kids were doing right. that. I remember they that. called it the purple space monkey. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cal- yeah. Ours was California space monkey. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was very. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, terrible. I- yeah. I'm curious how they'll uh, view this as to whether uh, social media like that is influential with that. Yeah, even if they're saying it predates it, if if that's the platform on which that was promoted and she got that information, right. there, she got the they, information. there could be some liability. Yeah, correct. Part. More than 70 gas stations throughout New Jersey are lowering their prices today as part of an effort to demonstrate how allowing self-serve gasoline could help curb inflation. New Jersey is the only state in the nation that does not allow drivers to pump their own gas, a point of pride for many throughout the Garden State. That may come to an end, however, with a new proposal to allow self-service as an option as gas prices surge due to inflation and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Fuel Your Way New Jersey announced Friday's self-serve day of awareness as as part of the campaign to educate the public about how much they could potentially save if the Motorist Fueling Choice and Convenience Act were enacted. Motorists who pull into participating gas stations will also be handed a fake $100 bill during the next several weeks with a message that they could save $100 to $400 per year if the state allowed self-serve. If they end up doing that, I think that we should have a tutorial class yes. one morning. A live event. We can do it in New Jersey. Have someone who is an expert. 
Yeah. And who knows how to pump gas? We know how complicated that is. But you know I that teach people. There are plenty of people in we New had, Jersey who have never. We, we got lots of calls from people yeah. who, who would drive over state lines yeah. uh, or drive back into yeah. New Jersey or make sure that they fueled up before they left so they did not have to deal with it. We're mortified. They We're literally mortified. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they will also be encouraging, uh, encouraged to contact their representative demanding passage of the legislation. Uh, there are a number of gas stations taking part in our area. 6abc.com has the full list of stations. In sports this morning. The Sixers season came to a disappointing end with a 99-90 loss to the Miami Heat in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference semifinals. What the f*** is this? Jimmy Butler scored 32 points and waved bye-bye to the Philly crowd. Joel Embiid, the NBA scoring champion, scored 20 points on 7 of 24 shooting. The Heat will play the winner of the Milwaukee-Boston series. The, defend- the defending champion Bucks lead the series 3-2 with Game 6 tonight in Milwaukee. Bryce Harper homered and drove in three runs. The Philadelphia Phillies pushed two runs across in the ninth inning after squandering a six-run lead and beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 9-7 to last night. The Phillies saw their 7-1 lead evaporate after the Dodgers used a four-run eighth to tie the game 7-all. In the ninth, the Phillies scored a run on a wild pitch by reliever Daniel Hudson with the bases loaded. Harper then hit a sacrifice fly to give the Phillies a two-run lead. The Phillies play the Dodgers again tonight. Kyle Gibson gets the start for the Phillies. Game time is scheduled for 10-10. And the Eagles' 2022-23 regular season schedule was announced yesterday. They start the season in Detroit against the Lions. On Sunday, September 11th, the team is scheduled for five primetime games Four of those games will be at the link. They'll have a bye week in week seven of the season. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Rejoice because we have arrived. It is the weekend. We give away a word of the week prize today, which is a dinner for 10 at Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse. We'll do that at the end of the program. It is also the final day oh. of MMR's concert cash. Yeah. Wow. So this is your last chance. And wouldn't it be great that on Friday the 13th you win? All right, so somebody's going to win. It'd be a big F you to Friday the 13th. Let's make that you, all right? Yeah. So $500, tickets to the MMRBQ. It would be uh, a very cool thing to yes. happen today. So don't miss your opportunities. We start at 8, and then we go every other hour until 8 o'clock tonight. So ample opportunity for you to win with MMR's Concert Cash. Let's get you on board with that. Otherwise, we're going to hang out. We're going to have a good time. We're going to send you into the weekend. So let's take a break. I'm going to come back. With a stupid question, I'm pretty proud of. Oh, yeah. very I think, cool. I, nice. I think this one will be fun. And uh, and I've got uh, loads of entertainment stories to get our day started. So we'll break and be back shortly. Just hang in there. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
My inspiration for the stupid question, by the way, the prize is uh, tickets, uh, pit tickets for the MM barbecue. But my inspiration for the uh, stupid question this morning is I was stepped in the elevator here in the offices and I went to push the button and I missed it. And immediately, for some reason, uh, I got uh, slightly angry that I missed that. Uh-huh. And the Bill O'Reilly effing thing sucks. <laughs> Uh, audio clip popped in my mind. And I'm like, I could do a stupid question about that. So, <laughs> thing sucks. And that freak out with Bill. Yeah. Uh, I'll do it live. F- it. <laughs> I can't read it. There's no. There's no words on it. <laughs> I love that. So the question is, what musical artist was Bill supposed to be introducing right. in that segment oh, that he was recording? Two one five two six three WMMR. They were do it live. There was some music they were going to play, and Bill was upset uh, about the fact that there was lack of copy, and he was supposed to improvise. Let's see if you know what musician was supposed that he was supposed to be introducing. Two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now. All right, we'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Today is Friday, May thirteenth. It is wow. It's Harvey Keitel's birthday today. He is oh, yeah. eighty three years old. Harvey Keitel, great, great actor. Yeah. He's done a ton of great stuff. He was a Marine, you know. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's played the most. He's what? The, the, what was it? The, that evil lieutenant was it called the lieutenant? The bad the, lieutenant. Bad lieutenant. Oh my god! And then and then he was the pimp and taxi driver. Yeah. But he's also played heroic characters as well. Yeah, yeah. He's had. A, he's he is, in the piano. Uh, the, the piano player, yeah. yeah. Uh, he or no, that's the pianist. Yeah, there's, there's the, the piano, piano and then the piano the player. player. <laughs> Say the goddamn word. Wait, what is that from? That's from Reservoir Dogs when uh, Mr. God. Orange is dying in the back seat of the car and he's like, "You're gonna be okay." Yeah. Say the goddamn word. Uh, I've not seen that movie in a long time. You know what? Reservoir holds up. Dogs does totally it? holds up. Although there is a scene at the end. Spoiler alert for a movie that's thirty years old. Right. Like all these people end up dying. Like uh, it, there's a there's like a, a basically a circle J, but, yeah, yeah. but with guns. Yep, right. And there's one guy. I'm like, why is he? Who shot him? No, I don't know who shot that guy. And, okay, I, it's my you least think- favorite of the Tarantino movies, it, uh, and, uh, and because it's it's almost a scene for scene remake of a movie called City on Fire. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So, okay, so you're saying there's kind of a continuity issue? Yeah. That you, there, okay. There, there's a standoff with like no, three I guys. It. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Okay. I'll have to go back and explore that. It's kind of like who shot first, Han Solo or the other guy? Right. Greedo. Yeah. Uh, Han so, Solo shot first, by the way. So uh, Harvey is 83 today. Robert Pattinson has his birthday today. Killed it as the Batman. Uh, yep. Yeah, still have to see that. Excellent. Um, uh, great in, uh, obviously, the Harry Potter films, and uh, Twilight made him an even bigger star. Uh, you know, the, what is it, Elton's for, for Water? What is the, the title of that movie where he's he's working with the circus and he's... Uh, it's, Water it's, for Elephants. Water for Elephants. Okay. He's excellent in that movie. That's what I knew. Okay, this guy can really act. 36 today. Uh, it's also Dennis Rodman's birthday today. He can really act, too. Uh, <laughs> he can, where is he, he can now? Break down... <laughs> Good question. He was just on something. He's in a Planet Fitness commercial. Oh, is he? really? Yes, he is. Okay. Yeah. He was in the uh, Michael Jordan documentary. Right. He's also, also in the, uh, the the documentary about him when he goes to uh, Korea. Yeah. Is it, uh, Kim <laughs> Jong-un uh, is just weird, man. Yeah, it's, it's just very bizarre. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so he is 61 today. Uh, Stephen Colbert's birthday today. Uh, Stephen is approaching 60. He is 58 if, years old. If you want to see him in uh, early, his early days, the special about the Dana Carvey, uh, the documentary about the Dana Carvey show, that it was too funny to fail. I think, what was it? I forget. Yeah, the I think that was it. But he was one of the writers brought in early 
to work on that show, and his memories of working on that show are hilarious. Uh, and he's uh, he's been incredibly successful, so I'm sure he's happy on his birthday today. Uh, it's also Darius Rucker's birthday today. Hootie and the Blowfish is a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't know how you can not like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yep, and uh, and you know what? I thought it was really cool. Uh, that uh, Post Malone did a cover yes. song. Yes. Yeah. Like, okay. Thank you for somewhat legitimizing because uh, they got beat up pretty bad. Uh, they were when this song came out, it was beat to death by almost every radio station in the country, and people got burnout on it really, really fast. Yeah. yeah. But it was just good, comfortable, fun music. Uh, he is now a country music star. Yeah. Uh, and he celebrates his uh, 56th birthday. Actually, it was this song. It was yeah. "Hold My Hand." Was the one that that okay. they that they beat up. Uh, that got played uh, over and over and over again because this was their first release. It was a huge hit. So happy 56th to Darius Rucker. Uh, it is also a gentleman by the name of Magic Dick's birthday today. <laughs> Magic Dick plays harmonica in the Jay Giles band. Love Jay Giles. I do too. Uh, Jay Giles band uh, has some really cool, fun music like this. There's a great song called I Do that I love. I love that song. Yep, and uh, then there's another one, uh, Must Have Got Lost. These are some of my favorites. So he is uh, 77 today. I think you had talked about I Do before, and I was like, oh, I don't know that one. And then you're like, and then you sent it to me on, uh, like, YouTube link or something. And you like, recognized it. Of course there I did. You go. You're like, I know that song. I love that song. I love that song. Isn't that great when you, when you hear yeah. something later, you're like, I forgot how much I love that tune. Yeah. It's the best when you <laughs> rediscover that. Yep. <laughs> Magic Dick is coming to the Sellersville Theater in October. Oh, wait, that was 2017. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get your tickets. Remember it like it was yesterday. It was great. Get yeah. your tickets years ago. <laughs> he hasn't updated his site. Happy birthday, Magic Dick. And then the last birthday I start worth mentioning is Lena Dunham. Huh. Uh, actress, writer, director, girls. She is 36 years old today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. In the very classic freakout that Bill O'Reilly had on his show, uh, they're some, do it live! some of the best outtakes. He was supposed to be introducing music from what artist? 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony, good morning. Hey, no sad, bro. It's Friday. Hey. Thank you, buddy. All right, so what artist was he introducing? Sting. Sting is correct. Hang on just a second. On the on the prompter, it said Sting plays us out, and he didn't quite grasp what that meant. That is he, a standard yep. stage command. I'm surprised he didn't know what that meant. He got very angry, and huh. we have that great. Well, do it live. F- it. Why? Thing sucks. I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. <laughs> the best is when he he stands up. Bolts up. He's got his lavalier mic hooked up, and it whips his head back. Yes. <laughs> his head, his hair waving. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. With all, every head bob is the best. <laughs> yep. So uh, we are going to set up Anthony with uh, pit tickets to the MMRBQ. <laughs> it is on the way, gang. Saturday, May twenty first. It's a week from tomorrow. Believe it or not. <laughs> I know it's a mind blower. We're watching the video here when he starts to snort. Yep. Yeah. He's uh, he just loses it. <laughs> we'll do it live. It is worth your time it to really go is. and watch that if you've never seen it. Uh, by the way, uh, a, there's eight bands and the President Steve side stage featuring Froggy, live band karaoke with Sidearm and Jackie Bam Bam party deck set. Uh, tickets start at just $25. You can get details WMR.com. You can also vote for who you want to be a singer on yes. the President Steve side stage for the live band karaoke. So please do that. All right, we're going to go through some uh, entertainment stories. We'll start with this one. 
uh, Ozzy Osbourne's daughter, Kelly Osbourne, of course we know, and her boyfriend, Slipknot's Sid Wilson, are expecting their first child together. How about that? Uh, They each shared the big news on their respective social media accounts yesterday. No due date has been announced. Kelly shared sonogram images, writing... I know that I have been very quiet these past few months, so I thought I would share with all of, uh, with you all as to why I'm over the moon to announce that I'm going to be a mama, she wrote. Are any of the other um, siblings, they have kids, is Jack or the other daughter we never see? M- maybe the other daughter, I don't know. Uh, but you know what, I'm, I, not that I really pay close yeah. attention to what Sharon and Ozzy say, but I don't think I've ever heard them talk about grandkids. Would you understand it if he did? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. He probably talks about yeah. it all the time. Okay, <laughs> okay stop talking about him, guys. Look at these pictures. That actually sounds like baby, like if you had a, a, yeah. a grandchild, Ozzy. What he said is, is very proud to have me <laughs> in his baby. life. Uh, the baby enjoys tweaking my little chubby cheeks. Am I getting that right? Oh, <laughs> It doesn't really look like her in this picture. It doesn't no, look no, like that's, that's, that's a picture of a sonogram, Kathy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but she's, she's wearing these really big, thick glasses, and her lips look a little puffed. Oh, yeah. they look puffed, yeah. So. She was the first celebrity I saw uh, the first time I uh, visited Los Angeles. Oh, really? really? Yeah, oh. I saw her at a club, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm in L.A. Okay. <laughs> was uh, that, like, during the show? Like, was she popular yet? No, it, it was a long time ago. Right. No, I mean, yeah, she. I, I knew who she was immediately, but I, don't, I think it was prior to the show. So to say that... I am happy does not quite cut it. She said, I am ecstatic. Uh, she also shared sonogram image captain, uh, captioning it with heart emojis. And her mom, Sharon, responded to the news saying, my heart cannot be more full. So excited to share this beautiful journey with you. By the way, uh, Kelly and Wilson have been friends since meeting in 1999 when Slipknot toured with Ozzy on OzFest. And uh, their relationship reportedly turned romantic in January. So... I'm looking at her hair. She's not going to be able to keep that uh, hair the dye, color. right? The hair yeah. color while yeah. she's yeah. pregnant. She's like yeah. bleached and yep. gray. Yep. <laughs> All right. So this is a terrible news. It was released yesterday. Ashley Judd, the daughter of Naomi Judd, has opened up about her mother's death in a new interview. Uh, Judd died by suicide. It was suspected that that was the yes. case, but they hadn't come right out and said it. And uh, she had sustained a self-inflicted gunshot wound, according to her daughter, who urged people to reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline uh, if they need help. And during the appearance on Good Morning America on Thursday, she spoke to Diane Sawyer about her mother's death. We have a, a couple of clips. Uh, yeah, they're not over yet. Okay. Oh, uh, all right. That's all right. So she claimed... No, I'll just... Um, that's okay. I have, I have the quotes here. She claimed that uh, Judd's cause of death was information that the family are very uncomfortable sharing, uh, but they wanted to get ahead of the release of public information before the autopsy report became public. Uh, she said that her family had agreed that she would discuss her mother's death to help aw- raise awareness to the cause and the availability of help. Uh, she said, my mother knew that she was seen and she was heard in her anguish and she walked uh, and she was walked home. She said, uh, when we were talking about mental illness, it's very important to be clear and to make the distinction between our loved ones and the disease. It's very real and it lies. It's savage. Uh, she said that she is experiencing both grief and trauma after discovering her mother's body. She was the one yes, who, she was. who found her. So that's got to be terrible Horrible. for anybody. She walked She walked away. I, there was a, somebody who come to the house. There was like a delivery and, at yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and she left, and that's when she did it. So she had been waiting for a moment, you know, I would assume. And if you stop and think about it, she knew she was going to receive this very positive accolade. It was the next day right. she was being inducted and into that wasn't the enough. Country Music Hall of Fame. She said, our mother... Couldn't hang on until she was inducted into the Hall of Fame by her peers. She said, 
That is the level of catastrophe of what was going on inside her because the barrier between the regard in which they held her couldn't penetrate into her heart and the lie the disease told her was so convincing. So It's a very articulate way of describing it. Yeah, yeah. So just terrible and it was... You know what we had expected or had you know assumed, and and it's been confirmed. All right, so this is bittersweet. Uh, one of modern comedy's greatest talents made one final stand-up special before he passed away, and it's been kept a secret until now. Norm Macdonald, who died last September at the age of sixty-one, had privately shot an unreleased one-hour stand-up special. Uh, he was diagnosed with cancer in two thousand twelve, but he kept that illness private. He was working on new material for a Netflix special when he had to go into the hospital in the summer of 2020. Uh, Lori Joe Hextra, McDonald's longtime producing partner, tells Hollywood Reporter his test results were not good. So during the heart of COVID-19 and literally the night before going in for a procedure, he wanted to get this on tape just in case, as he put it, things went south. So he was having this thing done, and things could have gone bad, and he just wanted to get this done. So I watched a documentary about him that I had not seen. I thought I'd seen just about everything about him. And um, over the course of his life, he had a run-in with uh, it was a gastric type of cancer. It might have been stomach cancer. Mm. Uh, and this was happening around the time of when he was making the movies, you know, with Bob Saget. Yeah. Uh, and so he was a young man. He had that that a couple of bouts with it. So it, it permeated his, its way into his comedy. He was always addressing life and death. He was also, there's a bit that he does that's hilarious about saying when he lost his battle with cancer, he goes, what a way to go out. You're a loser, you know. <laughs> uh, and and wow. uh, so there's always so much stuff, and I, I never put two and two together, but he was addressing what was going on in his own life. Right. And the thing he was absolutely adamantine about was did not want people to look at him, you know, and 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 judge his comedy more favorably or sympathetically right. to just he didn't want to be the story he didn't want he knew everyone was dealing with stuff and didn't want to be another yeah. thing on their pile so the result of this was a was a stand up special that was shot in his living room uh, the actor filmed the entire hour in a single take uh, Hexter said he looks great and the material's fantastic. As it turned out, McDonald made it through the medical procedure just fine, and the footage was literally tossed in a closet. Uh, but McDonald became very ill a year later before his special could be properly filmed before an audience, and he ended up getting sicker last August, she said, in September. And he remembered that he had shot this, and he asked me to find it so that I could watch it and so he could watch it. And she said he ended up watching it before he passed away. McDonald even suggested a character characteristically self-deprecating Title for the hour, so it's called Nothing Special. Uh, Netflix will release that program on May 30th. Uh, the stand-up hour is likely a first in the world of comedy, a post-mortem last joke and testament from a comic who relished defying convention. You know, it, it puts me in mind of Warren Zevon's last album. And yeah, he, he knew, knew he was, he was going out. And, and I mean, oh my God, that is an amazing framework to have that uh, artistic expression. So the program will include clips of Adam Sandler, Conan O'Brien, Dave Chappelle, David Letterman, David Spade, and Molly Shannon discussing McDonald during the recent Netflix is a joke fest. So look for that at the end of the month. Okay, now on to important stuff. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker had a wedding shower. Oh! In Palm Springs on Wednesday. <laughs> Kathy... Why weren't you there? Why was I not invited? you got to be kidding me. Page Six reports that social media posts from attendees like Toby Morse, Phil Ripportella, and Ali Rizzo. What about... <laughs> what? 
I don't know. Who are these I don't know who they are. People? So, did they not have uh, any uh, any stars there? I, I don't know. I was there. Charlie Sheen. Uh, the show. The uh, so they they show the the photos show that the event was held at the Vegan Hotspot Crossroads Kitchen oh. and featured skull decorations and a Kravis oh, oh. Forever balloon. Yeah, Kravis. Oh! Okay, I get Stop it. it with you know it. what I don't like about them? Well, everything. <laughs> like, because I'm. That's it's going to be a long list. No, that each one of them sort of like transforms to whoever they're they're dating. Uh, dating. Yes, they don't. Yeah. You know, and like, listen, I, I and that will happen, and it's okay. But like, it just seems like whoever they're dating is who they are. Like, it's well, not- she, there, there's a, there's a point to be made for that for these very autonomous, self realized women who are all business savvy and all obviously at some level very smart, despite what you might say about them. They really do sort of get validated to the guys they're with, yes, and that seems like- really counterintuitive, like, right? is that you, Skulls? Was that always you? Is that what you <laughs> yeah, always yeah, have yeah. a shower right. with Skulls? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, now, I'm looking at Travis's page, his uh, Instagram page, and Courtney is covered in tattoos. Are those fake? Those are all fake. fake. Yeah. Yeah. They you have re- to be. You reported on this a while ago that she had just gotten dressed up and put tattoos all over her body. Okay. Like, you right, know what I, I mean? Re- re- tattoos are not her, but yet she's <laughs> yeah. putting fake tattoos yeah. to fit in with her boyfriend. Yeah. I she's don't know. Dressing up like, they're dressing up like Sid Vicious and Nancy. Like, she doesn't know who Sid and Nancy are. Right. Probably. Well, Kathy, when well, you were okay. dating that, that cowboy, you always wore, like, <laughs> before you got married, yeah. boots and cowboy hats, right? Here, here's another example of that. The, epi- uh, the event appeared to be an all-day affair that included a poolside screening of the film Edward Scissorhands. You know what? She doesn't she like Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> you mean? Tell me, if she wasn't with him, she would have shown Edward Scissorhands yeah, yeah. at a pool party. Oh my God, this is so stupid! <laughs> Why would you give someone scissors to <laughs> hand? I can no see staple removers. You know, <laughs> thing what? It should have been Edward staple removers. You're spot on, Wait, Kathy. Kathy, though, have you ever seen the comparison of Brad Pitt that he always looks like who he's dating? Oh, really? So if you like look at pictures of him and Gwyneth Paltrow, he's all cute and preppy. <laughs> and then when he's with Angelina Jolie, he's dark and glasses and everything okay. like okay. that. So it, it, it can it go happens. both. It can yes. go both yeah. ways. It's like it's like your dog, and you end up looking. Your dog ends up looking <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 right. like your, your pet. All right. Uh, Fans are concerned about the Princess Diaries actress, uh, Heather Matarazzo. Uh, She tweeted that uh, she is struggling just to survive after multiple career setbacks. I've always liked her. So have I. I don't know who she is. Uh, What's that? I don't know who she is. She is, okay, she's her best friend in the Princess Diaries. I would describe her as kind of... Ugly cute, you know what I mean? Oh, that's perfect. Um, that's a perfect she description. She doesn't look like no. a, 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 a traditional, right. you know, super attractive actress. But She's quirky cute. You, you would, Yeah, you would recognize her. Um, She's well, QC. Welcome to the Dollhouse was the one that she kind of starred in. Yeah. You're in the Dollhouse now, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the Dollhouse. You know, she's, she's in okay. uh, Devil's Advocate. She is. Yeah, yeah she's uh, on the, okay. the witness stand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, I've always liked her. Uh, in a series of now deleted tweets transcribed by BuzzFeed Wednesday, uh, the 39-year-old actress wrote that she has, quote, hit her limit with whatever games the universe is playing and is at a loss. She said, I've taken the disappointments, the rejections, etc., and maintained the rejection is redirection. Uh, and I have had continual faith in the universe, but today something broke. Mm. I feel cast. Doesn't sound said. good. Yeah, uh, she uh, added, I've given my life to acting for over 30 years, 
and am done struggling just to survive. I need a win, a life-changing win. So, wow. Well, hopefully oh, that's okay. just applying to career goals and, not, so. and not her life. You yeah, know. it kind of sounds that way, yeah, and yeah. I hope it's that way because, uh, I, you know, like I said, I like her, and I, I would like to see her in more things. So hopefully something comes along. She recently appeared in the fifth installment of the Scream franchise as Martha Meeks. Uh, insiders say... Fred Savage has been doing a lot of self-reflection since his firing from the Wonder Years reboot last week. Source told Page Six, Fred has really taken the issue very seriously and is doing a lot of self-reflection on how he could and should have handled different circumstances better. Uh, he continued saying, that, the source continued saying that the 45-year-old actor turned director knows that he can be an a-hole at times. I was wondering if that's the case. Uh, there are some unresolved issues that Fred wants to deal with. There are stories that his brother, uh, Ben Savage, right, from right. Boy Meets World, yeah. also has a bit of that dicky oh, really? frat thing. But I never thought of Fred Savage this way. Preston, he's the only director we work with. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the only guy we work well, with. Well, technically, he's the only director we've ever worked with. That's true yeah. as well. So if you're going to split here. Right. So yeah, they're, both they're, yeah, both they're both true. Yeah, but they're both true. So this is interesting. We haven't, really, we haven't had much to go on in the uh, Amber Heard, uh, Johnny Depp trial lately. They've taken a break. Uh, but Ellen Barker, uh, Barkin, I'm sorry, Ellen Barkin, the actress, uh, and Amber Heard's sister, Whitney Enriquez, uh, and Johnny Depp will all be called to the stand when Heard's defamation trial resumes next week. They should do group stands. They should have like a, you know, like a panel. You can yeah. Panel, yeah. And they can talk to each other yeah, while like they're going at Comic-Con. Uh, people confirms that Barkin will appear via video as a witness for Heard, mm. while Enriquez will take the stand in person. And so uh, Ellen Barkin is known to be a little unhinged, loony. right? Yeah, so, she can be really loony. That'll be interesting. Uh, both previously testified on behalf of the Aquaman actress in Depp's highly publicized UK libel lawsuit against the British tabloid The Sun. Mm. Ewan McGregor was spotted wearing his wedding band for the first time since oh. taking Mary Elizabeth Winstead as his bride. According to Page Six, the Obi-Wan Kenobi actor was photographed rocking a silver band on his left ring finger. Do you wear your wedding ring? No, I haven't worn it in years. I don't either. Yeah. And I, I, I ended up, and I love it. It's a, it's a clatter, but I, I know it's, it's not. I'm not sending a message. I just, no, no. I don't like rings in general. Me too. Yeah. And and so I've told Rochelle, I'm like, I will wear. Yeah. A necklace or a bracelet or something that says, I'm married if you yeah. want me to. A Prince Albert. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so that, if you want me to wear a, a hat that says, I'm married. Yeah. Hey, sorry, ladies, I'm married. Uh-huh. That's fine. I just, I'm not a ring jewelry guy. I do like bracelets, necklaces from I can time do that. Time, but I just, yeah. I'm not a ring wearer. So hopefully she understands. Yeah. But she does give me a little guilt nudge every now and then. And I'm like, I, I'm not. It's just I don't, I don't like love that you. kind of jewelry. I, do, I, I, I really just don't, don't love you. you. You're a good repair person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do great home improvement projects. Yeah, yeah. As DIY, you're excellent. But I don't think there's any sort of connection that we have. Uh, you have a uh, you have a ring. You could just put it on a necklace and hang it around. There, there's a point. I don't know where it is. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> also, I know. no. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't like that either, Kathy. Why? My like mom does that with her, her wedding. Well, good for I you think mom. for women, yeah. but I think for women that I think of a man puts their wedding ring on a necklace, I mean, I mean, I guess you could. What about through your that nipple? Would, that wouldn't be Preston. Yeah, it's just not my yeah. thing, so. Tattoo? No, no, I think those are, I, sorry if you have finger tattoos, yeah. but I don't like those at all. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, even the fun ones, the little mustache thing that was yeah. going on for a while. I'm like, eh, I don't like the way that looks. Now you have that. But if it's your thing, it's your thing. Rock on, man. That's Maybe cool. just a big neck tattoo that says, <laughs> <Rochelle>. spoken for, <laughs> Michelle. Now we're talking. Yeah. All right, so anyhow, McGregor and Winstead uh, got married in an intimate ceremony at their home in the uh, Topanga Canyon area of Los Angeles in late April, surrounded by their close friends. Uh, what time is it? All right, I, I have some I have some okay stories. I have some really good stories. I want to get to the really good stories. Uh, how about this? This is Spinal Tap getting a sequel. Wow. And Rob Reiner will direct the follow-up, and everybody's going to be in it. Michael McKeon, Harry Shearer, Christopher Guest. So... It could be great or it could be bad. Who knows? But it's got potential to be a lot of fun. They did something a while ago. They did. There was a, a, a another. I think it was a made-for-TV documentary or something of that nature. It was a special. It was okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it had like uh, Rob Reiner, you know, behind it as right. well. So, um. Yes, you're right, Preston. It can either be the greatest news you're going to hear today or yeah. a disaster. But yeah. it's worth trying. Absolutely. Um. I also like this. Christopher Walken. We'll join Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya in director Denis Villeneuve's Dune Part 2 as Shaddam IV, the Padasha Emperor of the Known Universe. So that, <laughs> that's great casting. Yeah. Uh, Jose Ferrar played him in the great. in the uh, David Lynch film. Yeah, so this this will be great. Walken's casting fills out the major characters for the second half of Villeneuve's uh, adaptation of Frank Herbert's seminal science fiction novel. He joins Florence Pugh as the Emperor's daughter, uh, Princess Irulan, Ir- uh, and Austin Butler, uh, who's going to be starring in the upcoming Elvis documentary or film. Uh, he will be playing Fade Routh Harkonnen. Uh, the presumptive heir to the Harkonnen dynasty. So it's funny because that's cool. The first movie was made, and um, people were like, "Okay, what's this going to be like? What's this going to be like?" And they so they had reached out to some stars for a you know they, they needed to see if it would get traction before they'd follow through with the planned yep. progression. And then after the first one came out, was so good you had basically actors beating down the door yeah. to get into the sequel. So it was a gamble for uh, Legendary and Warner Brothers. Uh, the filmmaker insisted on splitting the novel in two in order to do it proper justice. Yeah. The studios only bankroll the first half on the hope that it would prove popular enough to warrant making a second film. And, of course, it was, like you said, Steve. Uh, and also Oscar nominee. Ten yeah, yeah. nominations, including Best Picture, won six of them. Uh, so production on Doom Part 2 is expected to start later this year on the 23rd. It's terrible. I haven't watched Batman yet. I've watched Dune five times. <laughs> I love, love, love that story. Yeah. All right. So what else do I have here for you? Um, a Reality Bites series from the original screenwriters of the 1994 film is in the works at Peacock. I'm going to say that that is a massive guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, I like uh, it too. I, I, and I like it for all that I don't like about it, and right. I like it for all that I like about it. I, that makes I, any I know sense. exactly yeah, yeah. what you're talking about. There's some moments, there's some cringeworthy moments yeah, in yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, of that were that are just being stereotypical of that time yeah. of that time frame. And there's some other really sweet and tender and cool and and, and uh, yeah, and, all and good it. moments in yeah. it. So it's yeah, people loved it. Like just like you guys are talking about, people loved it. And I never, I, I liked it, but I never got into it like that. Like my friends were obsessed with it. Yeah. Well, there sometimes they make an effort to say we're going to really capture this moment in time. And it's rare that you get it really sort of pitch perfect. Fast Times at Ridgemont High does it. Yeah, I think uh, Clueless has a lot of that oh, yeah. in Breakfast it. Club was Breakfast close. Club. Yeah. Daisy um, Infused. So yeah. this had some things that nailed it, and this had some things that didn't nail it. But I still love it. Yep. Uh, so uh, Helen Childress will write and executive produce the show, which is centered on the 
Liliana Pierce, or uh, on Liliana Pierce. Liliana. It says the Liliana Pierce. The Liliana. Uh, and her three best friends as they leave college and try adulting. In the 1990s, one of the things I love is that they're uh, they're trying so hard with the with the cigarettes and the coffee. They're, they're right. you know, <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> every yeah. scene. Yeah, you're right. Um, David Cronenberg uh, doesn't want you to look away from the gruesome surgery scenes in the film Crimes of the Future, but the director certainly knows that you will. His first feature in eight years brings him back to his body horror roots with Viggo Mortensen and Leah Sado playing surgical performance artists who publicly showcase the metamorphosis of human organs in avant-garde performances. This sounds bizarre. Uh, he, he, this is his thing, man. Yep. When their acts uh, capture the attention of National Organ Registry investigator, uh, played by Kristen Stewart, uh, the true government mission becomes clear. Organ transplants will lead to the next phase of human evolution. So Crimes of the Future premieres at uh, Cannes later on this year. Uh, before Neon releases it stateside on June 3rd. Uh, the trailer famously teased that surgery is the new sex and showed, among the other graphic moments, a man's eyelids being sewn shut. You remember, so he started with movies like Rabid and uh, The 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 Brood, a Videodrome. He did also, Rabid? Yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Marilyn Chambers? Chambers? Yeah. Okay. So all of that stuff, and then he had that movie, it was a cold crash where they got yeah. off sexually on getting injured in car crashes. Yep. Cronenberg uh, said, I do expect walkouts in Con, and that is a very special thing. There are some very strong scenes. He said, I mean, I'm sure uh, that we will have walkouts within the first five minutes of the movie. I am sure of that. Oh, he, you know what's great, though? He's The guy is so talented, Cronenberg. Dead Zone is one of my favorite Movies. Yes, and, and he did the history of violence too, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's a, yeah, he does he can do regular, films. yeah, yeah, right, Kathy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She loved that movie. Big Springer history of violence shirt right now. <laughs> yeah. And one last story: the CW canceled seven shows in one day uh, <laughs> yesterday. The network announced that uh, 4400 Batwoman, Charmed, DC's Legend of Tomorrow, Dynasty in the Dark, Naomi Roswell, New Mexico, and Legacies have all gotten the axe. Wow. Yeah. The, I mean, I didn't watch any of those shows, but that's a lot. But some of those were, were uh, fairly recent, yeah. you know, and just, just didn't get any traction. Uh, the cancellation of Legacies, a spinoff of the Vampire Diaries and the Originals, ends the <sighs> Vampire Diaries universe 13-year run on the network. They'd run that. They'd, they Not only <laughs> they'd run that into the ground, they they dug it back up again and reburied it. <laughs> so, well, they, they buried it again. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. All right. Um, I think it is, yeah, Friday. Yeah. So we got to do new movies. Here we go. All right, we're going to start with Firestarter. Opens today. Horror, mystery, starring Zac Efron, Ryan Kira Armstrong, and Kirkwood Smith. For more than a decade, parents Andy and Vicky have been on the run, desperate to hide their daughter, Charlie, from a shadowy federal agent uh, agency that wants to harness her unprecedented gift for creating fire into a weapon of mass destruction. Andy has taught Charlie how to diffuse her power, which is triggered by anger or pain. But as Charlie turns 11, 
The fire becomes harder and harder to control. After an incident reveals the family's location, a mysterious operative is deployed to hunt down the family and seize Charlie once and for all. But Charlie has other plans. Uh, running time, hour and 50 minutes. Rated R. Uh, wide release in theater streaming today uh, and an unfortunate score from Rotten Tomatoes with 38%. So that's You, you never know. Are you going to catch know. it on uh, Peacock? I may try. Yeah, if, yeah. I, if I have time this weekend, I'll check it out. Um, on the Count of Three also opens. It's a drama slash comedy. Stars Jared Carmichael, Christopher Abbott, and Tiffany Haddish. A darkly comic feature about two best friends, Val and Kevin, on the last day of their lives. It's three. One. Two, two, three. There you go. Uh, it's an hour and 26 <laughs> minutes long. One more time if you're good on that. Three. One, and two, two and three. One. And it's rated on. <laughs> That's two guys doing a three, two, one, one, two, three countdown at the same time. I think I was there. That was an Irish yeah, pub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And watching them look at each other when they were doing that. But and... it's just so great because they synced up perfectly yeah, at two. And they were like, oh, he's going to adjust to what I'm saying. Right. Yep. Um, no, they held fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's rated R, limited release, and streaming today. Rotten Tomatoes gives that 85%. That's solid. Okay. Three. One, and two, and three. One. <laughs> And one. All right. Uh, also opening is Shark Bait, a mystery thriller with uh, Harley Earl, Jack Fruman, <laughs> Truman, sorry, and Catherine Haney. These are nobody you know. <laughs> I know. Uh, a group of spring breakers are enjoying the trip of a lifetime on the sandy beaches of Mexico. As the sun rises after a night of partying, they steal a couple of jet skis and race out to sea. But bravado and bad decisions lead to a terrifying accident, stranded miles from shore. The true horror begins when the group realizes they've drifted into shark-infested waters with no way back and one friend badly bleeding. The group must quickly figure out how to survive the predator lurking in the waters below. Hour and 27 minutes long. It's rated R. Theater release and streaming today. No score available. It's not a good sign. Usually not a good sign. You know what I was... Uh, by the way, Preston, I was telling Casey... I started to see it yesterday and today. The advanced word on Top Gun Maverick yeah, and? is that it's awesome. Oh, great. Rotten Tomatoes currently has it at 96%. Wow. I mean, they say, yeah. so Cruz basically went in and said, we're going to Mission Impossible this. We're okay. going to make this a franchise and make it like real hardcore. Okay, ma- something different than the but original. nostalgic in all the ways you would want it to be. All right, good. Yeah. Good, and that's the smart play. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, very good. Uh, Let's get to clips here. Chosen Jacobs stars in a new Cinderella-themed story called Sneakerella. Okay. (laughs) Chosen is her name, by the way? All right, in this clip, oh, he, his name. He explains the challenges he faced finding his dancing shoes. Here we go. The biggest hurdle for me was um, the dancing aspect. I'd never danced... uh, professionally before you know I, I do a little something at a party or something like that but this is my first time dancing and I knew that was what I had to dedicate a lot of my time to but I was really up to the challenge and I was really excited just to be able to be a part of something so iconic and uh memorable as a Cinderella well, do it live! It. Right, this looks like a magic shoes type of uh it does movie where yeah. you can all of a sudden dance with these shoes and they, they, were, they did that with Michael Jordan shoes one time. Remember the kid could play basketball. Oh, what was that Aaron like Carter? Medi- it was a was mediocre it like Mike? movie. Yeah, like Mike. Like, like Mike. Mike. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that there was, was it. another one that I remember from the '80s where a kid could run really fast. He was a track star with these uh, special shoes. Okay. Was that sneakers? 
It was a book. Was it just called, there was a movie called Sneakers with Robert Redford and about computer. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. This is early 80s. Okay. Uh, Sneakerella is streamed on Disney Plus, by the way. Here's the next clip. The new limited series, Conversation with Friends, which follows a group of college students navigating life, takes place in Ireland. And in this clip, star uh, Jemima Kirk explains her favorite filming locations. Up north, when it, where it was, you know, like Viking country. It was the most yeah. beautiful <laughs> landscape. I mean, that's, that's stretching it a tiny bit. But it was like, I mean, it's... It was the gre- greenest landscape I've ever seen, for sure. What <laughs> <laughs> just happened? Oh, the interviewer. Up north, when it, where it was, you know, like, Viking country. Yeah, it was like, Viking country yeah. with the Vikings also in Pillars and Raven, and the coming that trail, and then they would live. Well, I'm glad we played that clip. <laughs> yeah. Conversation with Friends can be streamed on Hulu on Sunday. There is merit in... Projecting a little bit, uh, yes. Uh, of of you are produ- you want to promote this movie, yeah. and you hear it countless times. Just raise it up a bit to convince people <laughs> that you even believe it's worth seeing. Yeah, you're an actor. Yeah, well, act, act like you're excited about this That's movie. A good point. I was going to say there are people that just. I mean, it's just the way they speak. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I have a cousin that it's just yeah. the way she speaks all the time, even when she's excited. Well. But. Like you said, she's an actor, so right. no act. <laughs> act. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in our entertainment report this morning. All right, we're in the final leg of the concert cash giveaway. Don't miss your chance. We are 50 minutes away from your opportunity. We want you to win that. So it'd be great to get it on Friday the 13th, wouldn't it? Just yeah, be yeah. one of them. Throw that in his face. Wait, wait. Cash, 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 cash. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. <laughs> WMMR.com, the one thing that rocks. Events, photo galleries, car gear in the rock shop. WMMR.com. Real quick, I'm, I have some shout-outs. You know, I'm going to kind of spread them out throughout the show today if I can. Uh, but I got this one. It says, uh, obviously, you guys rock. Sorry for bothering you guys at work. I was hoping to get a shout-out for one of my bestest friends, Sandy. Uh, she is renewing her vows with her husband, Martin, on May 13th. Wow. And it hasn't been the easiest process for her. Uh, we both absolutely love you guys and listen to you every morning. One of our favorites is Big Brown Guatemala Nipples. Uh, your show is definitely a huge inspiration to us starting our own podcast. And I love the name of this podcast. It's called Lady Juice. Ah, so. yeah. That's good. Uh, she said, I know a big juicy shout out from you would mean the world to her and uh, make all struggles through the process worth it to her. Thank you so much. It's from Mandy, and she says, Bucks Co. all the way, Kathy. Yes. There's a shout out for uh, for Mandy's uh, friend, Sandy. Mandy and Sandy. Oh, my God. She says, Thank We're you, Sandy adorable. and Martin. All right, so. Sandy! Um... Let me see. Oh, we were going to talk a little bit about uh, Casey's going through a rite of passage uh, for both parent and child. Yes. Uh, that happens. I've done it twice myself. I have one more to go. And that is the process of teaching one how to drive, which is uh, which is a process. Well, we have talked about it, you know, and, and, and through your journey uh-huh. and the various journeys. And it sort of dovetails with uh, with like I've seen recently, Preston, in case you're just jumping in here quickly, 
a number of, um, I guess, I don't know if it's, there's a season for it, but student drivers out with, like... Nah, there's no season yeah. for it. I, I see them all the time. Yeah. You know, And you know what I think is, is... Do you think it's because the area you live in? I don't know. I mean, you know, we've got... Uh, there are high schools all over the place, yeah. so you're going to yeah. get people in, in every community. But I do appreciate... Uh, the sticker that you now see, or the magnet I that says one. "student," you know, please be patient, student yeah, driver. It, it helps. It does. I. It helps me out. I think yeah. so. Anyway, I give them a little more room. Yeah, you they know? should Probably. probably have stickers like, uh, you know, please be patient, old person driving. <laughs> they, yeah, they should have right. stuff like on board. Because I'll tell you what, when I get annoyed at somebody in traffic, right, and I go like, and then, at, you see, and then I see that's yeah. like a little old lady. I'm like, oh, oh okay, man. all right. I do yeah. the same. I'll give her so, a little bit of a pass. How's it going? Okay, well, before we get started here, Preston, let me ask you a question with yes. your with your sons. Yep. Um, when you got in the car with them and they got behind the wheel for the very first time, first couple of times, how were they? Uh, not bad. Okay, <laughs> not bad. Um, they, you know, because here's the deal. Because and I, and I honestly think that this helps. Right. I had taken them to drive go karts many times. Mm-hmm. They have driven mm-hmm. golf carts many times. That's a good idea. Yeah. These are the basic controls that you do use in a car. Uh, so I think they had grasped that fairly well. Now the issue is the rules of the road. Right. So we started in in the high school parking lot. Right. So I took them there several times before we ever ventured out on the road. Yeah, my my neighborhood isn't very heavily trafficked as far as cars are concerned. So we we started just driving around my neighborhood. There's right. a bunch of cul-de-sacs and you know teaching her U-turns and left turns and um and stuff like that. But I was um I was very I was very surprised with how uh, green she was okay. when the first time we got in. And, and uh, you know, I had said something to my wife. Like, she was, you know, immediately, like, came to her defense. Like, well, she's just doing this for the first time. Right. And I'm like, no, I know that. I know that. But, I mean, uh, and also, like, I... But my wife is too nervous <laughs> to teach her, right. so my wife doesn't want to sit in the in the passenger uh, passenger seat like she's just too nervous and too anxious, so she won't do it. So I'm tasked with doing it, and I'm not a good teacher. So Rochelle doesn't like doing it either. Yeah. I was surprised at that. <clears throat> she but she gets very she she would like jump on them mm-hmm. about and tiny little mistakes. And, and if you scare yeah, yeah, the yeah, crap yeah. out of them, you can't do that. Yeah, you, can't. you can't do that. And I am a terrible teacher in most things. Uh huh. I'm actually a decent. Uh, uh, How much do you charge? Drive over. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you put her I, in a school? I, I, I we are. We will. I was surprised at my own patience, right. and my ability to uh, to be able to clearly explain how things are done. So. Uh, it's it's a rarity for me. I actually found myself comfortable. I think you just said something though that's kind of a good idea in general. Get him behind the wheel of a go kart. Get yeah. him behind the wheel of a golf cart. Yeah. Just to know those simple basics, yeah. even. A video game simulator steering wheel yeah. can give you at least something. Well, I mean, there's little things you don't think about. So, yeah. like, when you turn that wheel, okay, and you're and you're you're making your turn. Right. And as it goes to straighten out, you don't go hand over hand to bring the wheel back around. The wheel corrects itself. Mm-hmm. Right, you, right. you got to kind of let it slide through your hands. Right. And it's little things like that. That you, if you're prepared for. Know. Yeah. 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 But if, but if you play around with other types of driving uh, vehicles, you know, that are... You know, like golf carts, you you find that out without being on the road. Right. right. It's a general introduction that will yeah. serve you as you're starting to learn how to drive a car. Yeah. So do you want me to tell my story as to why Casey should put his daughter into some sort of driving school? <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, so I had a student driver hit my car the other day. Oh, oh yeah. no. And, it, it, listen, and she, she wasn't even, I don't even think she was 
driving. I think she was just pulling out of a parking spot. Okay. Um, and she, yeah, she scraped the whole side of my car. Oh, and, yeah. And, and the, I mean, fortunately, the mother left a note on my car and I called her and she was very nice and we spoke and, and you know, we're going to get the car fixed and the whole thing. And then last night after I sent her the quote from the auto body shop, uh, she told me that I was not being honest and I was trying to get my whole car fixed. Oh, so it's working, it's working out well. So it's really working out well. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> Uh, I Sorry, would definitely... I saw you were talking to a Ferrari dealer just before the show. <laughs> I, uh, Casey, as far as the, the driving schools go, now I taught them the basics. Yeah. Um, but then we did enroll them in a class. Yeah. That would that would train and not only train you, but the instructor that trained you was the one who issued your actual driving road test as well. Are you kidding? No, no. Holy hell! So they How already that... so they already felt comfortable with the person they were going to be in the car Dude, with. That that would be every reason to do that. But when it came to test time, you know, the the uh, the instructor was all business, yeah. and you have to do these things correctly. Yeah, yeah and, so, and so we want to do that, and it's expensive, but also it's you kind of, you, you save money on the, on the back end of it with uh, like driver's with insurance. Paying out uh-huh. dings in parking lots. No, 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 <laughs> but, but but insurance, I, I heard that uh, the, the insurance that, uh, you know, the driver's insurance, if your child goes You, you got a deal on it, right? You get a deal yeah, on because it, you've yeah. gone through the course. Yeah, I've heard that as well, so and I it's got to be the case. Yeah, I want to do that and like um but like i just i get frustrated and i'm not good at like thinking on the fly and telling her what to do on the fly so press what you were talking about like i end up just kind of like yelling you know i'm like no you know and, no! and that would scare her and uh yeah. but she also like doesn't listen to me you know so like you know when you're let's say you're you're coming to an intersection and you're going to make a right hand turn and the curb kind of curves around yeah. to the right I, I have told her time and time again that when you're coming up to this, especially when you need to, like, see if cars are coming from your left, you kind of, like, go into the turn already before, as you're stopping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you kind of, yeah, angle everything she's doing are these perfect right angles. And I'm like, you can't she's, do. She's, but that comes, that again, I would say this. Preston's methodology yeah. would alleviate a bit of that. Because if you get that little bit of training, you would realize that to go into the turn a little bit will be more beneficial We've done for this, you. But, it, it, I mean, we are, it's not like a, this is our first time. How We've are been, her jade turns? Uh, <laughs> we haven't tried those yet. But, like, I, you know, the, one of our last lessons, I go, you're still not doing this. Aww. You're still not doing this. You're coming to these intersections, and you're, like, and you're coming out, and you're making these these weird, like, complete, like, right angles. And can that's you, not how you're supposed to drive. And you, Preston, have told your kids, I remember you telling me, listen, this is what the law of the yeah. roads are, but this is what you should do. Well, I'll give you a perfect you know. example because Rochelle was like, you have to stop before that stop sign. You can't go past that. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like, Shell, here's the deal, okay? You see how you can't see uh, the cars that are coming on the other? You have to pull forward to do this safely. Yes. And I told him, I go, look, when you're taking your test, you stop before that line, <clears throat> you come to a complete yeah, yeah, stop, yeah. all right? But you're going to have to pull up in order to see what's going on. So I'm, I'm giving them this is the way that it really is. Because, you, yes, there are things that you learn that, that would actually might even be detrimental if you follow them 100% every time. Every scenario changes, and you've got to be fluid when you're driving. Right. Obviously, you, you observe the rules of the road. But, Preston, there's a whole bunch of things at play here. I did not know that you can get the driving teacher yeah. to be the administer of your... Because that's what more comfortable scenario. And besides that, yeah. Yeah. you keep tipping them after every class. <laughs> yeah. We went Freeze to... I forgot yeah. the name of it. It's by North Penn High School. There's this um, uh, technical uh, school that's there. 
uh, and that's where we got the uh, the lessons. Well, it's that terrifying thing that that's one of the big issues with 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 taking your driver's test. Oh. If you know the person, if there's that level of comfortability, you can just do what you're going to do. Yeah. Uh, are any of you guys AAA members? I've been on and off throughout my life. So it was always something that my grandmother did. My grandmother passed. My dad took it over. But we took all of our driving lessons through AAA. They offered them. And then it comes with, like, you know, you How was the it? assistance. It was great. Well, did, did that guy give you your test who, who, or a girl who, who was your your driving instructor? No, but. You still have to go to the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got you. I want to go to this. Uh, Kim, uh, Kim has an interesting driving instructor story. Hi, uh, Kim. Good morning to you. What's up, Kim? So when I was in high school, my parents put me through driving school because I was the oldest kid, and they had no idea what they were doing. But it was the worst experience of my life. My instructor for my six hours of driving was about eight and a half, nine months pregnant. She was super ready to pop. And she would take me out on the highways and, like, lean over and honk the horn when I was driving, like, at truckers, give them the finger. She would make me take her through the Chick-fil-A drive. She'd make you go through drive-thru in the morning? Yeah, oh, yeah. We went to Chick-fil-A. One day we went to Taco Bell. Like, every morning she, was hungry. she got breakfast. Yeah, it was terrifying. Uh, her, her feet, she would take them out of her shoes and put them on the dashboard. Stop it. <laughs> Kim, Kim that oh is, that's outlandish. Oh. Oh, it was it was terrible. Yeah. Wow. Did you did you have did you report her or what what I mean that you can't do that. She was doing things you're not supposed to be doing. Also yeah. reaching over and honking it, a horn when you're not the driver. It was a private, yeah, it was a private driving school, so I'm not sure there was really much my parents could do and I would come home crying like this is the worst thing ever, terrified to drive. And my parents were like, well, we paid for this. Sorry, you got to do it. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my right. God. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> By the way, if I'm driving, you reach over and honk my horn, oh. you're pulling back a stump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't do that. Do don't that. ever you do, don't that. do that. I remember somebody doing it back in my early days and uh-huh. just being like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? You've just indicated to another driver uh-huh. that I'm being aggressive now against him and I had did not have that intention. It's like grabbing the wheel. Yeah. yeah you, don't you don't do that. Do that. Just also, don't do that. You don't touch the stereo. You, don't, yeah. you, don't, oh, yeah. you can ask if yeah. you can turn it down or change the station, yep. but you don't just and touch you the dial. do not touch the driver's bottle of booze. Yeah. No. <laughs> you ask first. Yeah. They do have those cars, though, that have the gas and brake pedal on yeah, the driver's side. Driving instructor right? cars. Right? Most high school driving instructors have those kind of vehicles. At least... Yeah. When, it, years ago, when they would offer it at my high school, they had two cars that had the dual controls. I just remember getting in behind the wheel of a car for the first time with my dad, who was teaching me how to drive, and I was not nervous at all. I don't, I, at least, I, and listen, this is a long time ago, right, so, right. you know, my memory might not be accurate, but when she got in the car for the first time, it was like, uh, she, uh Really, really nervous, and you know, well, I was like looking at Steve. She was looking at her feet to see if she was had her feet on the right like pedal. gas and brake and yeah. stuff. It's and- almost too much. Like I remember, I screwed up on my first driver's test because I'm older, so I forgot to get out in front and crank, turn that crank oh. on the car. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Hang on, let me go to Anthony. Hey, Anthony, good morning. Hey, 
Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? All right. First of all, Casey, give yourself some grace, man. I'm sure you're doing just fine with teaching. Like, you got to build up the self-confidence. That's nice. But, all right, here we go. Hmm. My first time, my parents said, no, we're not teaching you. We're going to send you out with our cop friend. (laughs) So, Kathy will know this. I grew up in Levittown, uh, in Bucksco, and we went to the 3M Industrial Park, and that was known for drag racing. And we pull up, and he goes, Floor it. I'm like, no, he's like, floor it. He's like, I'm like, what does that mean? Put the gas to the floor. I was like, okay. So I get it up to 80, and then he goes, while I'm going 80, first time I drove, slam on the brakes. What? What? Slam on the brakes. I slammed on the brakes, and I stopped, and I was scared out of my mind. He was like, that's what Amy Lock brakes feels like. Think of right, and let's pull out on this road. Oh, my so God. So he was, he was, he was using. literally my first. Time ever driving left sink or swim, like sink or swim. That's yeah, what he yeah. was doing. Yeah. I don't know if I, I would concur that. with that methodology. No. No. All right, cut the wheel. We're going to roll the car. <laughs> yeah. This is what it's like being in an accident. Yeah, make sure you get a seatbelt on. We're going to rob this bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! You need to know what it's like to be a getaway driver. Wow. I, but yeah, you and, know what? It was the best lesson I ever got. That okay. driving. So that's what I highlight. Well, you know what? Honestly, but you you make a good point, Anthony. Those and that's the fine line you want to walk you don't want to terrify someone of of, of driving no, i wouldn't suggest yeah. 80 maybe yeah. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. thanks yeah uh, no, i yeah. think you're right thanks anthony that's what we do in Buxco. we create good driving <laughs> yeah. right, right right we would speaking of of worst case situations though when when my kids were learning and and it would be winter because you spend you know months teaching them how to drive uh, if it would snow, it'd be like, let's go. Now, yeah. you need to see what this feels like. Mm-hmm. We would, no. we, <laughs> we would I, learn also in, in parking lots, you know, if you go to like, uh, the Metroplex where, where you have your divisions, yeah. your, your sidewalks are down low. It keeps you spatially aware yeah. about where you can turn and just being aware of those things, uh, really does help. Yeah. So she and I have different philosophies on, on how to break, uh, while approaching a light and, uh, she likes to, and it's also really hard when you're not in control. So when I'm, when I'm not in control, I'm like, oh, she's going to slam into this car at this traffic light. And in her mind, she's completely and totally fine. I am not a wait to the last minute to break kind of guy. I, yeah, I'm you like, slow if, down. If I'm approaching a red light, I, I ease into well, it. For, you, so for your that road you don't, test. Yeah. yeah well, you, you, right? Your road test, you'd have to do that. You, well, I don't know. But like just in general, like I don't like to, when I'm breaking feel that jerk at the end yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. i like it to oh, be like yeah. nice and easy so if mm. i'm if there's an indication that there's a red light ahead i start that slowdown process I mean, and she I'll, does not do that yet. i'm a i'm a female so i can say this it's a girl she's a girl driver so that's probably gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. I'm yeah. kidding. Uh, you know they, they don't understand that sensitivity of the brake yet yeah. and and she'll get it so we're trying yeah. to learn right. how to accelerate through turns you know that's another one is like you know like curvy roads or or just regular turns like when you come down you got to like slow down as you're going into a curve like to accelerate properly through into the it. turn have yeah. you taught her about drafting yet uh, not yet <laughs> i mean we're not there yet I, I thought that was going to be our last lesson but i was like we're not there yet it uh, sounds like her her driving kind of goes along the line of her personality, right? Like, is she very she's cautious? cautious. Yep. She's very yeah. smart, very cautious. Talented girl. Yep. She's, yeah, she's got a lot on the ball, and, I, and she wants to do it by the book. Uh, let me go to Amanda. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up? So I actually have two quick ones, both about my grandfather. Um, my mom couldn't teach me how to drive. She was one of those invisible brakes, like, <gasps> <laughs> uh-huh. That's my wife, yeah. Uh, yep. Right. 
So my grandfather was like, I'm going to teach you. Well, my grandfather, nicest guy ever. He had one eye. But and, and so, but he was more nonchalant. He would reach across my steering wheel to teach me how to here use cruise control. And, oh you know, no! Like, one hand, <laughs> the rate. Let's change the rate. Like, and I'm a new driver, so you are like gripped to a steering wheel. So fast forward to when I go to take my driving test, and we get there, and the kid in front of me, their car wasn't eligible. They didn't have an e brake. Okay. So. He gets out of the car, and he's like, I'm going to let them use our car. Oh, my I'm God. like, Pop, Pop, just sit down. Pop, just sit down. No, 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 no. <laughs> so he gets out, and the driving instructor's like, no, he, they can't. Sir, very nice. I don't understand. I'm his grandfather, too. He can use my Aww. car. Like, and I've got to get wow. in the car with this instructor afterwards. So oh they don't let us use our car. I take my test. At the very end, the instructor says, you know, you did well, but... You were going five miles over the speed limit the entire time. And I said, oh, well, my grandfather taught me that legally I'm allowed to go five miles over the speed limit. And he's like, no, no, you're not. But I passed because he knew that most likely that man did teach me that I could go five miles over the speed limit. So that wasn't really my fault. That's good to accommodate. That was very cool. And in in the world, in the real world, you'll more often than not be going a couple miles over the speed limit. So, you you know, but during the taking of the test, all those things that a lot of people won't do, you have to do. I always, I marvel at people that don't do things that would, you would fail a road test. For like, for example, if you did not signal during a road test, Thanks, man, you man. would fail yeah. instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yet I see people driving around all the oh. time who, the, the, it's an alien concept of using the signal. Yeah, and so, and that's, uh, <laughs> I make a left-hand turn today on my way into work. I'm like, you going to use your turn signal? And yeah. so that's what I, I, I told my daughter. I'm like, listen, you need to pay attention to everything. And you also, like, everybody's paying attention to you as well. So you need to indicate your intentions. Like, yes. A, a, Agreed. Like, all the time. It's so, a courtesy. So she, we It's were a com- necessity. We were coming out of a parking lot the other day, and there were, and we needed to make a left-hand turn. Yeah. And she didn't want to hit these potholes, okay? So she ended up going into the right-hand lane to avoid the potholes. But there was a guy up her ass, yeah, yeah. right? Who and she's in the right lane, and this dude came up like right next to her, and she couldn't make the left yeah. because the dude. And I was like, "Hun, you know, I'm like, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but you can't make a left hand turn from the right hand lane, and like you didn't have a turn signal on, right? So I'm like, the guy behind you didn't know that you were turning left, so he came. Right, you know, right, I'm like, you yeah. need to let let people know that's what all, you're doing at all times. That's so, all part of the deal. It I mean, is. I mean, and, and, and so you, you'll get good. At, I think you might. Do you think you're a little a little too jumpy as a teacher? I am. Do you are you hitting the invisible break? A little bit, <laughs> okay. a little bit. Um, she, yes, I'm too jumpy, and I'm also like not good at like uh, verbalizing what <laughs> <I need> to, <laughs> verbalizing what I need to say and the instruction in the moment. <laughs> I think I would be like you though, case. Like I, I would. You start to get angry, and it's like th- there's no other way to tell. For me, there would be no other way to tell them but yell it louder. Yeah, and that's not right. going to be helpful. I'm like, take it over. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, really, our first our first lesson. I was telling her to push stop, press stop, instead of like hit the brake. Oh, you, know? you were talking about like work talk. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that the slight mistake was made, and it's already too late for this anyway. But was I, and I would recommend to to go to a parking lot and not actual streets. Yes, first learn how the car operates before because there's already enough to absorb there, and then start to work on the rules of the road. Right. You know, or just learn how to operate the vehicle, and that can include parking too. But but. 
then after because it's it's information overload for these kids. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, on top of operation, now I have to know the rules of the roads and other people to keep in mind, other drivers. It's a lot. It's man. funny because do you remember when you first started driving? When you were first out on your own, and you say, "Okay, I'm going to go to this movie theater." Okay. I'm gonna have to get on the highway. And, right, right. Like, yes. you, like, mm-hmm. like, like you're a Magellan plotting your course, and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know now stuff you just do. Okay, uh, that you know how to do reflexively it would be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna get, I gotta remember this. Those things are um, my neighborhood is the so, whole complexion yeah. of the whole process changes as you get better at it. Yeah, my neighborhood is so lightly trafficked that I felt good about doing that rather than a parking lot. We have taken her. My wife took her to the cemetery around the corner from her house. Okay, you know, there's a lot of turns here. You know what's funny about my neighborhood is there are so many intersections with, like, no stop signs. And so when really? I tell her... Or yeah, are there and you just don't remember them? No, listen, at the end of my street, on on the end, on right. either side of my street, at the end of the street, it's, it's a T, uh, right, right? right? So uh, there are no stop signs for anybody. That doesn't seem legal. It doesn't seem legal. Huh. All right? So when I was... And she was like, oh, there's no stop sign here. I'm like, well, listen... <laughs> You're coming to an intersection with no stop sign. So, like, you have to treat it like there's a stop sign here. The right? street I grew up on did not have a stop sign. Same thing as a T. And then uh, I was long gone. My parents still moved there, and they added a stop sign. And I acted as if it didn't exist there. Because I was like, I, I lived here for 15 years. It never had a stop sign. It doesn't exist. Marissa, on our <laughs> residential street, I clearly remember, it said 80 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, it right? was, like, written over. So they'd obviously <laughs> they'd made a mistake when they issued I've it. I've seen 85 mile yeah. an hour once. And I'm before, like, wow, yeah. that's yeah. fast for a side street. Uh, I'm going to go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. <laughs> good morning. How you guys doing? Morning, Great. Guys. What, what's up, buddy? Get to see you. Yeah, um, I live in New Jersey. I learned to drive way back in 19. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was doing it, the first time I met my driving instructor, I had to literally walk down the street because he was picking up a girl on the side of the road. Okay. So I walked down and, you know, we picked her up. He made me drive her to her house. I was learning how to drive a stick shit car. Never drove it before. He had me drive her to her house. And he got her number. So I'm like, okay. So we went driving around New Jersey. For my last lesson that I took with him, he actually took me to a 7-Eleven. We went in. We got hot dogs. We got drinks. (laughs) I was driving one-handed out of the parking lot, holding a soda in my hand, hot dog. I mean, that's that. See, that's a to me, that's a bad instructor, right? Uh, but the, the the real protocol breach was not inviting you in on a threesome. Yes, yes. I mean, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, hey. Oh my God! Listen, it's uh, thank you by the way, uh, Mike. No, and another thing I've done is uh, okay after they've they've learned and get the rules of the road yeah. is. Let's go get some food because you are going to have to learn how to eat and drive at the same time. <laughs> oh, whether you're, there, whether, no. whether you're not supposed to no. or not, you will, as a human being, be eating and driving at the same time at some point in your life, and we need to learn how it, to do it. It really that. is don't ask, don't tell. Yes. Yeah, because you you know you you will. There there are things that you're going to do that you shouldn't be doing. Okay. Of uh, of the things, I would say the thing that you that seems to be the thing you should be most intractable on is um, the texting. And, and, you know, oh yeah, that, that if you yeah. if you can set that, 
because, you know, the amount of accidents that occur because of that are just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not worth it. There's a social media video out there of, uh, I, I'm sure a bunch of people did it, but the one I saw, a woman, was it said, you know, uh, today's drivers versus, you know, us learning to drive. And it was people being distracted by looking right. at the GPS, the text <clears throat> messages on the phone. Right, right, yeah. when, You know, it was supposed to be like, you know, we were so much safer. And then it went to the woman trying to change CDs out of her CD player. <laughs> yeah. With the case, one CD in her mouth, yeah. the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's true. Yeah, True. totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or, or even cassettes. Go cassettes yeah. If you want to go back that far, try to actually wind it up with your pinky finger, you know, while you're headed down the road. <laughs> or wow. dri- driving when you're, you're you had a crap car where the, the, the windshield wouldn't defrost properly. Yes. Oh, my God. Be yeah. scraping the inside of the well, windshield. Don't forget to hit the doorbell. The doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> Signal people that you're slowing down. <laughs> slowing down. Oh, no, wait, the doorbell. <laughs> All right. All right. Hit your doorbell and pull out. Anyway. When you're ready to teach her how to drive with your knee, I'm, I'm here for you. There you go. I'm pro at that, too. All right. Well, anyhow, good luck with everybody that is going through that. It's certainly a, uh, a learning process for everyone involved, and uh, Casey, she'll do just fine. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Today's the last day for Concert Cash. Oh. We'll have your first shot at it when we get back. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it's. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details not fancy now back with more of the preston and steve show podcast Froggy brings us into the weekend. Don't forget they're playing at the MM Barbecue. They will be on the President Steve side stage. And guess what? There's the ticket raid yes. tomorrow with Steve Morrison. Uh, and Preston and I had like one perception of the ticket raid, and then Marissa just informed me there's a whole bunch of other things going on. Oh. I said Monster Pets. Yes. On Columbus Boulevard. It is right there in Philadelphia, right? You know where the whole area down there. Anyway, the address and everything is up on PrestonSteve.com, but Free food and Italian water ice throughout the day. This is what's happening. Uh, the face painting. There's going to be all sorts of stuff like an exotic bird expo. And Marissa, where did you see about the leashes? Um, it's not written here, but uh, in the picture, there is a leash. So I think it's like the first so many people who show up, um, you're going to be there from 1230 to 2.30. Do we know that for a fact? 1,000% because I saw it on our Facebook page. All right. So they get a Preston and Steve pet leash. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. So there's, there's a ton of stuff going on that's really cool. I'm going to be there from 1230 to 230. You know how these ticket raids work. Every 15 minutes, I'll be giving away tickets. I love monster pets to begin with. Go, go there all the time. You're going to love it, but then come down. Grab up your tickets and uh, love to hang with you. So that's tomorrow from 1230 to 230. 
at Monster Pets. And if you want to see our contestants who are vying for a chance to sing live on stage on the President Steve side stage for our live band karaoke with the band Sidearm, you can click on uh, PrestonandSteve.com and just look at the opening page and there's info there. And you can help us choose who we are eventually going to narrow it down to. There's 10 singers that are going to get up on stage, so we need your help. A ton of talented people, man. All right, it's so the first 93 people, Steve, get a custom Preston and Steve like, Monster why, Pets why, dog leash. Why wouldn't you let me know 93 that? people. That's 93. a lot. 93. 93. All right, let's do the B-File. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre all right, brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's new grilled portobello mushroom and Swiss sub taste as good as it sounds because fresh ingredients make a sub above. Here's a really strange story. A woman named uh, Donna Marino, her husband, just wanted to go to the bank, but his wife insisted it wasn't a good idea. Last time, he had apparently caused a scene, she had reminded him. Embarrassed that his Alzheimer's disease would lead to more trouble, he agreed not to go. But for approximately 20 years... Connecticut police say Marino stole money from her husband, cashing in on his pension checks, workers' compensation payments, and Social Security income to cover her tracks. She convinced the now 73-year-old man that he had Alzheimer's. He didn't have Alzheimer's. Can you believe this bastard? Uh, Police estimated Marino stole a total of $600,000 from her husband, who told investigators that he believed the alleged thefts began as early as 1999. Police arrested Marino last Wednesday. She's been charged with first-degree larceny and third-degree forgery. It's a lengthy story, uh, but police were first notified of the alleged fraud in March 2019. Imagine convincing someone that they're... Oh, well, this person loves me. I assume that they're telling me the truth, and um, I I don't want to embarrass myself. Yes. And and, uh, she's robbing him. Yeah, and also, so the reason he believed it, or one of the reasons he believed it, is Alzheimer's ran his family. Uh And so she was able to convince him and say... You don't remember these things, but you did this. How cruel. Oh, yeah, horrible. Uh, So the uh, alleged victim's daughter reported her suspicion that the father uh, was being taken advantage of. This was in uh, 2019 uh, by Marino, whom he had married a decade earlier. Their daughter said she had found paperwork at her father's home for credit cards that he knew nothing about. And she claimed Marino had forged documents to gain control of her father's finances. Police then interviewed Marino's husband, who told them uh, that his wife controlled the household finances and that he was unaware of her alleged stealing. Uh, the daughter later contacted police and said her father no longer wished to pursue charges against Marino. But after he filed for divorce in January 2020, his daughter got back in touch with police and they said they wished to reopen the investigation. And as they went through, they started to see... All of these signs that, sure enough, she was taking this money and she was giving it to other people or using it for things that weren't agreed upon. It's like those parents that the stories will pop up where they'll convince the kid that the kid is sick and then they'll they'll prey upon yeah. the generosity of other people. During Donna's interview, she advised that uh, she was able to hide these fraudulent activities from her husband by convincing him he had Alzheimer's disease. She said when he wanted to go inside the bank to make a transaction, she told him last time he went inside, he made a scene. Donna did this to prevent him from discovering the lower balance in their bank accounts. So they've got this gal, and they're pursuing uh, legal action now. But the daughter said that um, that he's... Like, he's damaged now. Yes! Uh, after all of this. Somebody had faith in it. And also, you thought you were operating at a diminished capacity. It was years-long manipulation, and now she said he just can't believe the trauma, and he suffers from it. So that's terrible news. Uh, police are seeking information on the whereabouts of Marcus Hubbard, who police say is suspected of a burglary uh, at home. And security footage <laughs> appears to show a suspect, identified by police as Hubbard, 
stealing a lawnmower from the home. Now, in the footage, the suspect is seen entering the property, grabbing the lawnmower, filling it up with gasoline, and then mowing the front and backyards of the home before leaving the property with the mower. He cut their grass right before he stole it. Yeah. Well, th- that's yeah. a pretty courteous thing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is. According to a Facebook post, when officers responded to the residence, they saw Hubbard running away from the home while dragging the lawnmower. And police say Hubbard abandoned the lawnmower in an alley and evaded police. So he was actually running with the mowers. They were chasing him. Running with the mower. A woman and... Now, this is a terrible story. Okay. Okay. Um, This involves child abuse. But uh, a woman and a man in Utah are facing felony charges over alleged conduct that local law enforcement is at a loss to describe. Lori Carling was arrested last week. Chad Anderson was arrested on Monday. They stand accused of two counts of child abuse. Police said they waited on arresting the male suspect in order to obtain suitable living arrangements for the couple's six children. Mm -hmm. The case originally came to attention of law enforcement after the couple's 11-year-old son showed a video of his two younger brothers to a teacher. The video allegedly showed something strange and disturbing. Two children with their hands tied behind their backs and boxes covering their heads. So police were called to the school. Uh, he took the video because apparently, to the, uh, according to the police, uh, because the, the, the boy gets angry that this is happening to his brothers and needed to show the video to someone to get help. He stated sometimes he felt like untying them and running away together. The boy told police that uh, this form of alleged abuse has been occurring for the past two years. Most of the abuse was uh, meted out uh, by the stepmother, Carling, the boy said. But he told police his father was aware and coordinated with the abuse as well. Uh, he advised that uh, he also came up with the idea, along with Miss Carling, to use, or the the, um, uh, the man did, the father, uh, to use the boxes on the children. He stated that it initially started as a joke and a scare tactic, but they decided to actually use the boxes because nothing they did was working on the children, according to him. Uh, the reason for the punishment, the 11-year-old told police, was when his brothers were being loud in the morning. If they were, he said, the 8- and 5-year-old would be placed in timeout for an entire day. Uh, they would said the boxes would be worn for two hours at a time and offered an example of forcing the boys to wear the boxes for two hours after breakfast and then another two hours after lunch. Uh, she allegedly said that it had been going on for several months. Uh, so uh, the police believe that it was only two out of the six kids that were treated this way, but you can't do that. The, they are now facing these felony charges. The damage you've done to those kids. All right, how about a... A happy story! A good story. All right. <laughs> Uh, the Boynton Police, Depart- Police Department is searching for a group of good Samaritans who stopped the moving car after a woman had a medical emergency while driving. Oh, oh yeah. I saw this. You see the video? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. They're actually like yes. trying to push the car and yeah. stop it from moving forward. On uh, May 5th, a woman suffered a medical episode and was seen by her co-worker slumped over the steering wheel. The co-worker then ran into the road to stop traffic as the car slowly moved into the intersection. Uh, the co-worker got the attention of other motorists, and they came together to stop the car. Uh, they used a dumbbell to smash a rear window and move the car into a nearby parking lot. A nurse who was in the parking lot called 911, and she provided medical attention until the fire department arrived. Police shared the video in hopes that of honoring the people in the video who got out of the car to help the woman and reunite them. Very selfless. Uh, Davida Peel was one of those good Samaritans. At one point in the video, you see the door open uh, in a white car directly in front of Peel, and she said two kids were about to get out. Uh, after directing them to stay put, she started directing traffic. She said, I got out of my car because people started to blow through the, the light change and people didn't see what was going on. So I'm just like, okay, go around, go this way, go that way. Uh, Peel was wearing her uniform in the video after a long day of delivering mail for the U.S. Postal Service. So everybody came together 
and helped out. Which you see, really the driver cool. who passed out, Preston, had just won concert cash. Oh, my yeah. God. Wells wow. was overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, yeah. One last story. Uh, the 30 Million Friends Foundation, a French animal rescue group, is warning members of the public in Normandy to be on the lookout for a drunk deer running around. Mm. Uh, they say the deer in the area have been known to overindulge this time of year on spring buds that are loaded with sugar that ferments in the animal's stomachs. I can really go for some pretzels. Make the, making them drunk. Uh, it's in the same way as if they had consumed alcohol. Sure. Uh, they say people should keep a safe distance from any drunk deer. I assume that they're also eating cheese and crackers, right? Since they're French? Well, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. A little baguette. Which is great. It yeah. pairs so nicely. Uh, and uh, if you see a deer acting strangely, it's probably drunk. That happens a fair amount of time. It, 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 the animal's diet is something that ferments, you know, yeah. like that. Sometimes they eat fruit they'll that's get been drunk. sitting out. They'll yeah. get drunk like apples and things like that. Yep. All right, and there you go. That's the bizarre file. Uh, like two minutes left to enter the word credit. So you want to do that now. It's MMR's concert cash. It's the last day we're doing it. So enter that word credit right now, and let's get you that money. Um, oh, you want me to give away this? Yes, please. All right, so I have a case a Fathead's Sunshine Day Dream Session IPA for caller number 12, 215-263-WMMR. It's always sunshine in Philadelphia. Sure <laughs> is. So be sure to pick up a 15-pack of Sunshine Day Dream Session IPA, the perfect beer of summer. Uh, and it is from Fathead's Brewery, one of America's most awarded breweries. Cheers. So caller number 12. We'll get that to you. You're going to take a break. Be right back. Stay with us. MMR VIP. Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it. <laughs> Got a uh, text I think is fun. This is from uh, Melissa in Abington, and her daughter's name is Rosalie. And she goes, uh, I got in the car, drop off my daughter at daycare and asked her what songs you wanted to listen to. And she said, no song, Preston and Steve. <gasps> Rosalie is three years old. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank I you love that much. name. My mother's name was Rosalie. That is a great name. Yeah, yeah. That was your mom's name? Yeah, Rosalie. I didn't Rosalie. know that. I yeah. uh, I never, my cousin named her daughter that, and I really had never heard that name uh, until she named her kid that, and you just said it, and I didn't realize that was your mom's name. Yeah. Beautiful name. Um, uh, quickly, uh, a few shout outs. I'm going to try to spread these out. This one says, probably should have done this a while ago, but it's, uh, I've been having to deal, or no, I've been dealing with medical issues, mm. uh, and it kind of slipped my mind. I'm a long-time listener, first-time emailer, emailer from Detroit. Hmm. I've been listening for about 10 plus years via podcast. I was hoping I could get a birthday shard out on Friday, May 13th. Since it's the unlucky Friday the 13th and no sad bro Friday, I'm hoping I can get this and hoping upon hope for a Tom Jones shard out. But whatever is good. Uh, thank you from your loyal podcast listener, Eduardo Martin. So we're going to do one? I think for, yeah, somebody right, living in Detroit. Yeah, he's we'll by himself yeah. and he's not in good health. So here we go for you, man. Yeah! <laughs> Happy birthday, Eduardo. That's for you, brother. Um, hey, a reminder that you can now register for the I Bleed for Preston and then Steve blood drive. So you can sign up for appointments now. Amazing. WMMR.com. It's going to be Friday, June 24th. Uh, two donation locations, Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia, 
and the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. We're working on a live broadcast. I haven't heard anything about that yet. Last I heard it was looking good yeah. because that was the whole idea. Is we were changing things up a bit and trying to make things more accessible and trying to cover lost ground. And, and we figured that would be a nice enticement. Yeah, so we, we may be broadcasting from Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. We'll get you the details. The deets. On that. But uh, that way we'll get to see everybody in the morning that comes by, be, be able great. to do it on a Friday leading into the weekend. Yeah. And we did it on a Friday last time, seemed to work out. Well, also you can take advantage of people. So people who are going to leave maybe go down to the shore, can come by and yeah. get that done in the morning, Stop and that would be nice. Yeah. If, if, if it takes you through Center City, then right. there you go. Uh, all donors get a Preston Steve reusable tote bag, courtesy of Window Nation, and, excuse me, the newest Preston Steve t-shirt, of course, and it's from uh, the American Red Cross and MMR. So do that now, WMMR.com. Those things uh, fill up quickly. Uh, speaking of quickly, I just want to go to a, fo- a phone call. It's Marianne. Yeah, hi. <laughs> hi, Marianne. Wonderful. I'm having fun listening to myself be repeated when I say words on your phone. Don't worry about it. You can't hear it. Miriam, why are you calling in? Because I just won $500. And that's how you do it. Where are you from, Marianne? What's that? Where are you from? Norwood, PA. All right, that's great. I can't talk to her anymore. The audio is very poor, but Marianne, we want to congratulate you. We want to thank you for listening to MMR. We are going to give you $500 courtesy of Concert Cash, and the reason it's called Concert Cash is because you get tickets to the MMR as well. So I already put her on hold. So that's exactly what you said. How great a scenario. A Friday the 13th becomes wonderful now. Marianne is... She'll never have to work another day in her life. It's her lucky day. I don't know if it's... No? Well, probably not, you know. She can she can spend a dollar yeah. for fi- a day for five hundred days. Sure, yeah, do that. Do you know? that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, anyhow, leading into the weekend, let us uh, let's see what's uh, what, what we have to eat. It's time oh, for the connoisseur. It's time for the connoisseur. She just won five hundred bucks. That'll get you a lot of food. That it will. I mean, and depending. you could use it an event that is coming up next week. Or wait, no, not next week. It's coming up on the twenty sixth. And it's the return of Northern Liberty's Night Market. People love Um, this. So nearly 50 food trucks, mobile vendors, restaurants, bars, uh, bar makers, or makers and merchants, it says. Face painting? Probably for the kids, yeah. No, for me. Uh, For you, for Steve Morrison. The new (laughs) semi-annual food festival will take place over North 2nd Street in the heart of Northern Liberty's Restaurant Row on Thursday, May 26th. That's from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. I assume that's something you take in a lot, Marissa, right? I like this kind of night market because it's near restaurants and it's near um, other things to do. When it's just a pop-up night market right. with food trucks, I'm not that much in love with it. Well, because you also are a vegetarian and food trucks, um, for the most part, are not vegetarian. I mean, there are vegetarian food trucks. So Actually, the number one food truck in the city was Algorithm, which yeah. is... Completely uh, vegetarian and vegan. They want best yeah. of Philly. Most food trucks do offer some sort of vegetarian thing. Okay, I just needed like a secondary activity. Yeah. Didn't we plan a night market? Well, so that's why that's why I started to like swallow my words before I started to say Didn't them. You plan it, but remember we had fireworks. We did have yes. fireworks. Yes. Remember, and it was for charity. And there was a camp out for hunger going and on. And Preston yeah. was sick. And, and I was remember. sick. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you have something to go along with it, right. I understand that. Yeah. It, it makes it a little more special. Second Street Festival uh, presents a return to Northern Liberty's Night Market and uh, both spring, this spring and fall after the launch of the event in 2021. Uh, so you can look for uh, a Taste of Philly, Bacon Bacon, Brewed Coffee Truck, um, 
uh, Biz Empire. Is it Biz Empire food truck? Uh, there's a whole bunch of them, like a gigantic list. Chank's Grab and Go, uh, Dr. Brownies, Dr. Dr. Brownies, Dr. What's It's Wonder Balls, <laughs> Hagen Dazs, uh, Hello Vietnam, uh, Korea Takira. Uh, light pink corn brownies is a whole bunch Ooh, of connoisseur isn't or no no I'm sorry light pink corn company I read the long line <laughs> that was Dr Brownies that was a leftover from oh I'm sorry isn't your favorite current ice cream Haagen-Dazs I am it is I, a booze ice I've cream I've turned into a Haagen-Dazs fanatic I, I love their whole line now it's yeah. if I go to the grocery store that's what I'm going to pick that you huh. join uh, if I'm not going to a hand scooped place right. or something like that yes I'm a Haagen-Dazs guy uh, food outdoor sips and libations you can look for cocktails by Standard Tap Margaritas by El Camino Real uh, locally brewed beer <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's Kathy that is my language <laughs> locally brewed beer by Urban Village Brewing Company Cocktails by Bourbon and Branch and Beer and Wine by uh, Spuntino, uh, Wood Fire Pizzeria, Fazagabu. I'm just, can we go back, What what's a Wonder Ball? Because I'm uh, interested in what a You're Wonder Ball is. I don't know. Dr. What's-its, it's spelled, Marissa, if you could look this up, what's-its is spelled W-T- W-T-Z-I-T apostrophe S. Spugatza Zagatine. Wonder Ball. See, when I was uh, back in the days of, uh, early fish days, in the parking lot, you would buy uh, ganja goo balls. And those things were delicious. Right. I didn't care if it had ganja in it or not, but they were delicious. They were delicious? Yeah. Mm. W-U. Yeah, Marissa's trying to spell this. I'm sorry. I want to make sure we get that. It's W-U- um, T-Z-I-T-S. Like, well, there's a picture of the product line. It looks quite good. I love uh, balls. I like I like balls. <laughs> and <Let's> that, <laughs> the crevices in the balls case. Ooh, yeah. They're going to be in Swarthmore. That was two oh, weeks ago. Yes, but what are Wonder Balls? That's what we're trying to find out. Trying to so. look on their Instagram to see what they have. My assumption is is that they are basically like like um, like nuggets or what are they called? Like croquets Cro- maybe. Yeah, yeah crockets. Uh, there was a there was an article about them, Marissa, at the top link. If you want to pull up that, it might describe what they are. So it's a brand of chocolate. Okay, all right. What is Wonder, Wonder Balls? Balls? Wonder Balls is a brand of chocolate. That uh, was your porn name, was it not? Uh, they are Wonder balls Ball. of battered, deep fried breading stuffed with tantalizing ingredients. Yes, I'm on board. Those are croquets, man. Okay. And, uh, yeah, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Buffalo chicken. Um, is it croquets or croquettes? I don't know. I think it's croquettes. Is it? I think croquet is the game. Yeah. And croquette uh, is... I tried to eat one of those balls and it hurt my jaw. Ah. All I know is... Goddamn thing is a... It's a sunk card. Hit it with the mallet. Open your mouth. Bang. Uh, in college, there we go. I hated the cafeteria food. It was just, it, it was, I hated it, but every now and then they would have chicken croquettes, and that's, like, those were the best days for me. Okay. Uh, so, I'll yeah. never forget the chicken croquettes. This will be Thursday, May 26, uh, 5 10 p.m., so a heads up on that. Uh, here's another local story Raising Canes, the chicken finger shop. Yeah. Uh, just opened up on the 12th yesterday. Why am I crazy excited for this place? Well, you know what? To find out what all the hype is about. Yeah, because that's, that's there's a ton of hype. That's why I'm excited about it. And the, after reading the description, I get it. Okay, I understand why it's probably really good. So uh, it's at uh, gonna be, it's open at uh, 3925 Walnut in University City. It's the old uh, Bobby's Burger Palace. Okay, place. yeah, we talked ah, about this briefly. Yeah. So 14 are scheduled for Pennsylvania and three for New Jersey. So they're really 
They're diving right in. I like that they keep the menu simple, too. Uh, sales this year are projected at $3 billion from what will be about... Yeah. 700 units. The company was founded in ni- 1996 in Baton Rouge by entrepreneur Todd, Todd Graves and an early partner. Uh, and they call it their art he- adherence uh, Caniacs. So if you like it, you're oh, yeah. a Caniac. So, okay. So they only sell. Here's why I think it'll be good. It's um, never frozen, hand-breaded, cooked-to-order chicken fingers. So well, that's That's cool. the thing. But- Most, almost every chicken fried product you get is frozen. They yeah. throw it in. They fry it up. They give it to you. You're exactly right. And it'll it'll be fine. Yeah. Right. But for something really good, fresh is that's where you get the taste. So if you want to get it on a sesame seed bun, that's the, how they make the sandwich. They have crinkle cut fries, Texas toast, coleslaw, cane sauce, and fountain drinks. No burgers. No tacos. No salads. No shakes. No fish. No grilled items. Not even a spicy option. Uh, the menu has not varied at all. This was oh an article God, from. This is an article from <laughs> uh, Michael Klein, by the way. Uh, Todd Graves. Here's a quick backstory. He was a freshman uh, te- telecommunications major at Louisiana State University, Baton Rouge, when he signed on as a kitchen steward at his frat house, and that was his entree into the food world. In the early 90s, uh, boneless chicken was popping up on menus. In his senior year, he and classmate Craig Sylvie uh, set out to open a chicken finger restaurant at LSU that would be a late-night hangout. Um, And so they tried to get backing. They couldn't find people. Uh, Eventually, they stumbled across, uh, across somebody who would... Give them finance it, yeah. But they tried really, really hard and couldn't get anybody to back them, and they finally did. Does have a big buzz. You know what I love? I'm a sucker for it. Every time we go to an event at the uh, Wells Fargo, they're they're the chicken fingers, you know, with with their dipping sauce, the uh, honey mustard. Yeah, they have great honey mustard. So, speaking of sauces, Cane's sauce is made daily on premises. It turns up on best of lists. So, Michael had asked, you know, what's in it? Uh, it's not traditional Russian or Thousand Island dressing. It's also not a Cajun spice bomb, which is, you know, you would think with Louisiana, that would it would be. The company won't list the ingredients, but on the website, spec, uh, speculators point out a combo of mayo, ketchup, ground pepper, garlic powder, salt, and Worcestershire sauce. I'm okay with that. that sounds, sounds good. Sounds really yeah. good, actually. So I like the, the Worcestershire in there. So, All right, so Cane's is open, and yeah. there's a lot of hype behind it, but I would like to try it. As would I. It'd probably be a good idea for them to advertise, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think maybe. they would yeah, have. They're no. going to. Yep. Uh, yeah, they they were. As a matter of fact, I was supposed to be at the grand opening yesterday. What happened? I got taken off. I, you know, uh, who well, knows? am I going to get maybe. in trouble for talking about this now? Probably. No, no. Probably. no. Listen, they're missing the mark right now. They'll snap too. They'll realize that the best thing they could do would be to invest in commercials on WMMR. Yeah. Specifically, the President Steve show, and more specifically, a meat and eat. And uh, <laughs> since yes. we just gave you one, yeah. All right, uh, what else do I have here for you? Let's let's stick with thought for a minute. Uh, actually, this would be more like a, uh, a dressing, I guess. So Hellman's, <laughs> Hellman's mayonnaise. That guy's making yeah, some mayo right there. Right right yeah, pants. Yeah. Uh, Hellman's now has new spicy mayonnaise dressing. Uh, it's flavored with a sriracha pepper blend. Like sriracha. And made with real chili peppers and is said to have a mild to medium spice. So this is Hellman's own salad dressing line? It doesn't say salad dressing. It just says dressing. So Because sometimes dressing can be right. not just for salads. Like, you know you know what my, uh, I, I think I've talked about this around Thanksgiving, that my mom would, instead of stuffing, we called it dressing. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, same, yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. Because we wouldn't stuff it in the bird. Right. Yeah. Uh, we would cook it outside uh, of that. And okay. so, therefore, On it my was bird. dressing. So, 
Uh, bird. <laughs> Did you like your bird? <laughs> it looks like it's it's more of a sauce because they have a picture of it here. Marissa found it, uh, and it's on a chicken sandwich. So I think they're everybody has jumped ever since Popeyes. Yes, started going after uh, Chick Fil A with their chicken sandwich, and they did a great job of it. Everybody is creating these sauces to put on chicken sandwiches. And so this would be one of them. Mm. Uh, so that's what they have now. I, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fan of dipping sauces, but uh, and uh, my wife will make um, like chicken, essentially chicken uh, cutlet platters, but cuts them up so they're co- more like fingers. Gotcha. Yeah. And then has a variety of, uh, of dipping sauces. Okay. There is one that she has that I love. It might be Lee's. It is really, really good. But uh, Chick-fil-A now, you can buy them in the supermarket and get the Chick-fil-A sauce. Man, I love it. Uh, Chick-fil-A sauce is fantastic. Yeah. I, I oh, people a, freak out. I'm if they, a sucker if, for that. Remember they ran out of sauce for a while? They, uh, yes. Yeah, they had like a... They, they were, people they were, were freaking out. Yep, they were uh, uh, rationing that. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, here's something. I guess it's weekly now. We'll throw in a little TikTok creation because people will kind of Frankenstein food on TikTok and sometimes it takes off. Uh, people on the app are replacing um, uh, avocado toast. With their t- replacing the toast part of it with a crunchy hash brown patty, oh. and have dubbed it hash brown avocado toast. They're so there is not healthy. Wait, they're, <laughs> they're, that? they're making it not healthy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're removing the avocado. Uh, no, no, they're removing the toast. the toast. Oh. So you get the you get hash brown, you know, fried yeah. potatoes uh, with uh, with avocado on top of it. I think that sounds great. I love you so much, hash brown. So hash brown avocado <laughs> toast is what they're calling it. Uh, and it seems to, uh, the trend may have first begun, excuse me, in 2020, but only recently has it taken off. Uh, food content creator Kelsey Lynch says she prefers to make her toast with hash browns from Trader Joe's, which she tops with fresh avocado slices, a fried egg, a chili onion crunch sauce, and optional goat cheese crumbles. That all sounds oh, pretty good, I have to say. It sounds really good, yeah. I'm moving back into um, being able to accept avocados. Avocado, you go back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, recently, video hashtagged, uh, videos hashtagged with hash brown avocado toast received more than 5.2 million views on TikTok. And the similar hashtag, avocado hash brown, has more than 3.1 million views. Uh, Lynch says that she described the dish as a salty, crunchy base with creamy avocado on top. What, Preston, I'm going to ask you this question. I think you know the answer. What's my favorite new trendy toast? Favorite new I've trendy toast? it constantly. Have you? Yes. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Wait, do you guys know? No. Hang on a second. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, Casey? It's at the landing, Casey. What? It's at the landing. The landing? Is it? The, land, the landing kitchen. Can I try? Is yeah. it Rokult? No. Rukult. It's not Rokult. That sounds pretty okay. good, though. Bird. It's not a board. <laughs> is it board toast? <laughs> salmon toast. Oh, oh, you know, I was going to say that, yeah. but I didn't think salmon toast was a thing. It is a thing, and oh. it's my thing. Dude, my son loves salmon so much, and I, he... I don't like smoked fish, to, but, yeah. but, but, but for some reason, this is sensational. So is, he, it, is it smoked? <laughs> yeah, I believe it is. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he was making salmon the other day. It's something that he, that he can actually make, and he was reading the package, and... What did it say? It said, uh, like, like, essentially, like, free-range. What's free-range uh, salmon? For it, Oh, for... They yeah, get to run around the fields. <laughs> well, what's the term? Instead of free-range, it would be... 
And so he's Free like, River. Wild caught. Wild caught. Wild caught. And, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. he's like, what is that? Man? Wild caught. I go, well, there's salmon farms. Yeah. And he thought I was joking. No. And I was like, that's why you get well, to see. huge yeah. fish farms. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so. Yeah, hatcheries, they yeah, call them. Yeah. yeah. But my, uh, well, I guess I could call my friend. The guy who was a tour guide for us uh, when we were in the Grand Canyon, he was a boat runner. Yeah. That's what he does from like May to uh, October. Farm but then, salmon? But no, no, no. He runs the river in oh. the Grand Canyon for, for those months. And then. He has a salmon boat that he runs with his cousin out um, uh, outside of Alaska. Wow. And, and that's what he does. Like, and, and, and it's like the salmon season is only yeah, it's short. It's, right? it's really, really short. And there's a ton of regulations. So that yes. way, uh, you know, you can't have these giant corporations coming in and owning a ton of boats. Over, over, over Who, fishing. Whoever owns the boat has to be on the boat. So here's an interesting oh. thing, Casey. And Preston, you'll know this. Like salmon and high quality Tuna. Mm-hmm. If you if you dishes you might used to get at a restaurant that you went to that included salmon before that was like okay you notice the price going up and up and up. Oh yeah. And some of the tuna. Remember we had that, that guy fresh cut tuna. Oh my god. Well, you if, you have, if you get it. if you get like if you guys go for sushi and you get bluefin tuna, mm. it's insanely expensive. But do you remember that tuna that guy oh, yeah. brought here? I remember yeah. you raving about it. Was it was outstanding. But yeah. it's they'll actually go and like auction off. Yeah. Like they'll have b- people bidding on a tuna because it's yes. it's yeah. so lucrative. Yeah, Steve, you can get like like three pieces of of uh, sashimi about right, that yeah, yeah, yeah. big. I'm holding up this like you know two inches long or something like that, and it's gonna be like thirty five dollars. It's amazing, and that's it. Yeah, and, and so, but but it's really it's really high quality. Yeah. yeah. So, but no yeah, doubt. that's why those fish, as they'll bid on those things, it's yeah. a lot it's of crazy. money, most definitely. All right, uh, something else. Let's go a little cheaper. Uh, let's talk about ramen. I ramen. love ramen. Ramen noodles. <laughs> I love ramen. I do. I well, realize that's right. one of the reasons I want to go to Japan. Do you guys ever, with even with the the instant ones, the uh, yeah. uh, well, I was I'm not done asking my question. <laughs> no, you not just eat them, but do you kick them up a bit? Do you add to them? Do you do you, yes. you create more out of them? Ooh, isn't no it need? so flavorful already? It is, like, but, especially the the instant ones. Yeah, yeah but what you can do is you can you can throw some steamed vegetables in oh, there and things chicken. like that, and, and and make it where you can add some yeah. protein and make it more of a meal. I would I would do that because I will get the ramens that have like the freeze dried vegetables in it, and I toss those out. I can't stand those those vegetables that that come in them. Yeah, I so. love cooking. I'll leave some of those like packets of the ramen things because for like a dollar you get those noodles, and then I'll add like bok choy, yeah. or um, some greens or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's something that. Uh, uh, they recommend in this particular article that I read because normally it's noodles, broth, sauce, and some oil. Uh, but uh, and, and it says here, ramen connoisseurs mostly agree there are key elements uh, that should not go missing from the perfect bowl of ramen noodles, even a bowl of instant ramen noodles. Uh, whether you're a ramen-inspired quest to find the best ramen bowl in America or have been trying to perfect your instant ramen at home, there's one simple ingredient you should consider including the next time that you do. Yeah. Is it? Can I guess? Yes. Is it an egg? No, and okay. I thought that too because right. Carter adds an egg to his ramen. Yeah. He always says no, but you should add some butter to it. Oh, oh. so the it, it describes in this article: think of butter as a carrier for the spices and other flavors blended into your bowl of steaming noodles. Not only does including a fat or oil help keep ramen ingredients hot, but butter also helps to balance out extra spiciness. As Eating Well explains. Uh, the cassian in dairy products like milk, sour cream, and butter provides a counter to the capsaicin found in chilies, including chili flakes and oil. On top of this, 
Butter also introduces a different flavor profile into your bowl of instant ramen noodles, one you likely never considered before. Even the Institute of Culinary Education agrees that butter is a tangy texture that can't be beat. And what it does is it adds a little bit of sweetness to your ramen. So it's, uh-huh. my, it's my understanding that when you go to Japan, uh, when ramen is huge, that there there are all, like, you'll go down the street, there'll be, like, 12 ramen places, each with their signature yep. ramen taste. Right. Um, I love this idea. I cannot introduce this idea to my son because he loves butter so much he would eat it like a Ew. stick, like a dude, yeah. like it, like it's like a, a candy, candy bar. bar. Yeah, <laughs> it's. <laughs> so I can't, but I will do this on my own, and I will test that out. When you do your ramen, um, how much water do you leave in I, after? That was okay. my question. Mine's I, more I, like a soup. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's how I always. I didn't realize that people e- even ate it not like a soup. I don't eat it yeah. like a soup. I, I prefer it to be more on the on the noodly intensive. I okay. drain okay. most of it, yeah. but I leave a little bit of it okay. in there. So I do, I'm, I'm not necessarily uh, eating it like a soup. Because uh, this, you know, this way, if I were to do it with the butter, I would probably get rid of all of the water. Yeah. Then add the yeah. butter and then the spices and everything. Yep. Um, but mm. like. When you talk about adding things, I will treat it like a soup, and I'll put, like, saltines in it, or uh, I'll crum- crum- uh, crumble up some goldfish and-, and do that with it. That's what I do. Okay, like a, well, like yeah, because you've got, you have all yeah. that liquid in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. what I do. I still really can't eat ramen noodles uh, oh, because really? I ate so much. In college? college? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, it's it's like the vodka and orange juice. I, I can't drink that <laughs> at all. It has a don't, bad association? Don't yeah. come near yeah. me with that. Uh, and I don't despise the ramen noodles like I do vodka and orange juice, but uh, I it. Yeah. It's still like good, like it smells good, and then I'll mm-hmm. take a bite and I'm like, oh no. College yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every single day. Kathy, I had a concoction that I learned accidentally ramen noodles and then the cheese packet from the Kraft macaroni and cheese because I burned the noodles, so I had this leftover cheese packet. It's so good because those ramen noodles are like extra creamy. Well, so the cheese, make the, it- well to his point, the cheese would probably serve the same. Yeah. As the butter. As the butter. Yeah. 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 When I uh, was first introduced to ramen noodles, I was probably in like sixth or seventh grade. Casey, can you come in here? No, Steve. <laughs> it's, this is ramen noodles. Ramen, this is Casey. You know Dad, how ramen, can I talk to you for a minute? You know how ramen noodles are like 11 cents a package? Uh, I Dad, thought, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> I thought it was fancy, right? Because I would go to my friend Darian Bryan's right. house, and that's where I had it. For the, and they called them, they didn't call them ramen noodles, they, uh, Japanese noodles. Uh. So I thought I was being introduced to this, like, cuisine. <laughs> I was having fancy Japanese noodles. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, lo and behold, it's like 17 cents a package or 11 cents a package. You know what noodle dish I haven't, I've not had in a long time, and I, and I love it, is the Vietnamese. It's spelled P-H-O, but it's pronounced, it's not... Ah. Pho. It's, it's pho. pho. Thank you. Pho. Yeah. Ah. So love, good. Ah. Love pho. I've not had that in a long time. It was a great place on Arch, right by where the Trocadero used to yeah. be. That uh, that had. Oh. And and I need that's 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 another one that's got to be easy. You got to go to that new place, Spider Man Fa from home. Fa from home. <laughs> it's really excellent. Yeah, with some like udon noodles, mm. and then all the veggies inside. Yeah. Fa yeah. seventy five yeah. on a. Washington is really good. And they good. throw stuff like uh, lime and basil and, uh-huh. and uh, 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 mint and things like that. Ah. Really cool. Let me go to uh, Michael here real quick. Hey, Michael, good morning. Hey, everybody. Exactly. Good to have a do-da-do-da-do-da-da-da. <laughs> Not even close, but thank you for trying. <laughs> What's up, man? Hi. Um, I just wanted to share a recipe. It's very simple, okay. but it's very low sodium. Okay. If you boil ramen, say, for about 20 minutes, and when you're done with the ramen, add some grated parm and some Mrs. Dash on it. It adds a whole new flavor mm, to it. Okay, Mrs. Dash. All right. Why would you boil it for 20 minutes, though? 
Oh, no. Ten, I'm, I meant the whole process takes 20 minutes. I'm okay. sorry. All right. I got you. Nice. Listen, four, put in a crock pot for seven hours. Right. <laughs> um, uh, the, you know what? The, Thanks, Michael. The, the, there is a, a new thing, a new trend. So there, it's protein-infused ramen so that you and I, I see okay. I'm getting bombarded yeah. with commercials. Cause, you know what I'm yep, talking about, I've right? Seen okay. them, yep. uh, have you tried it? Is it good? I have not tried okay. them yet, but yeah, they're high protein. The, high the pro- noodles are actually high, high protein. protein yeah. yeah. Look at all these ramen recipes yeah. we got here. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Snarf, 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 snarf. What's up, buddy? What's up, bud? How you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. There it is. So I've, I've talked to you guys a couple times. I'm the one that was in the Navy and lived in Japan for about eight, seven, eight years. Ah, cool. uh, so I just wanted to tell you how I do my instant ramen at home so that I can kind of get that taste that I used to get all the time after my drunken walks back <laughs> to the ship, obviously. Yeah. So, so what's the secret there? So my secret, instead of using the butter, is put a little sesame oil in at the end. Sesame Don't oil. Yeah, the roasted sesame oil. Don't use the whole packet of seasoning in there. Okay. Only use about a quarter to a half of it. Put a little soy sauce in when you're boiling your water. Ooh. And then a little rice wine vinegar. Chop up some chives and put you an egg in right when you turn the stove off and let it finish. Oh, that sounds I'm excellent. You, it will... It will it's a showstopper for him. No, I think you're right, Chris. Okay. I love that sesame taste. All right. Yeah. All right. I rice like... wine, vinegar, soy, uh, sesame, and uh, and an egg and some chives. I like that. Huh. I'm telling you, it nails the taste like you're in Japan. And <laughs> Mike's, my kids love it. <laughs> all right. And Casey, my kids love, love salmon, too. So uh, I feel your pain on that. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, man. Uh, hang on. We'll go next to Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Nicole? Hey, I was just letting you know, my kids uh, have devised this crazy way to make their ramen. And now everybody who tries it loves it, like all their friends. They, first of all, boil all the water out when they're cooking it, so there's very little liquid left. Cool. And then they put lemon juice in Hmm. and garlic powder. Okay. it seems to be, I don't know. I mean, I tried it myself, and I was like, I hey. can't believe this is not disgusting, but it's really good. <laughs> no, no. Hey, listen, lemon and garlic are a standard uh, pairing, so that's that was smart of them. Those are that, those tastes go well together. I think they would, I, I would assume they'd be c- combative, but they work well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. think about, yeah, like, if you have, like, garlic, ch- I mean, uh, lemon chicken or something like that, there's usually yeah, some a lot garlic of, on that. Yeah. And a lot of, um, like, pre-done spices are mm-hmm. lemon and garlic. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one. All right, Nicole, that's not as crazy as you think. No. I like it. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Put the kids back in the will. Let me go to Justin. Hey, Justin, good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy, what's up? So after I cook my ramen, (laughs) I I throw it in a frying pan with butter, Uh and then cut up hot dogs. I throw it in there, too. Oh, my God. And then when I'm done, I top it with the parm cheese. Oh, you're gourmet. (laughs) Dude, that that is very inventive. I kind of would think I want to try that. Casey, you're not liking this? Well, I, I, listen, I love hot dogs. It just Thanks, doesn't, that, to me, doesn't, uh, it's twisting my mouth. In. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you need to take that big jump. Yeah. Um, the not, I haven't had uh, hot dogs in a while either. The it's not, not straining it is not is actually normal. If you read the directions, it tells you the, the precise amount of water to put in there so it cooks without having to strain it. 
I had two. Meaning you cooked the water out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like craft mac or and cheese. Or for the most part. Yeah, yeah for the most part. All yeah. that, it's, it's, it has a precise oh. measurement. But who the hell reads the directions? No, I just throw water in there yeah. and, and boil it. And then, like, because I, I end up draining it. I'm just using the yeah. water simply to soften the, the mac and the cheese. Says like, to like drain a it, cheap though. Slug. Does yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. The mac and cheese, what? Says to drain it, though. The mac, because I do right. read the ingredients on a boxed mac and cheese, and I know that. <laughs> I, know, I stopped doing it years ago. A friend of mine's like, you actually read those directions? Oh. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I can put as much butter in here as I want. I'm not, well, I'm not as bad, but I would sometimes get the measuring cup out and measure the eight cups of water for the mac and cheese. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't have to Listen, do cooking is that's my your, thing, guys. Thing, man. That's it. All right, so that's rum, and let me get to another thing or two oh. real quick before we break. Uh, connoisseur, is that Kathy's show? But well, that sucked. Well, that sucks. <laughs> that's everything I cook. Ever. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> Specific food, or yeah, actually, okay. I'm going to mention this. Uh, the people's food choices are influenced by who is around them. Uh, City University London researchers found participants were more likely to choose a healthy snack. In the presence of an observer of a different race as opposed to the same race or one affiliated with a different university as opposed to their own university. This was because they anticipated judgment from an outsider group and therefore were trying to mitigate these judgments by making healthier food choices. Isn't that any time you eat? Like uh, anytime you it, eat in a group, if you're well, you with, want you want to look as if you eat properly with, and that with you're maybe diet. someone you don't know yeah. right that well, yeah, right. That, that you may let's have salad. I'll just oh, I, yeah. I need to salads. eat better. I need to start eating around Asians. <laughs> uh, researcher uh, Dr. Janina Steinmetz said that the findings have practical implications for marketers of healthy foods and policymakers hoping to promote healthy eating. She said. We know that food plays an important role in social life, and consumers often make uh, inference inferences about other traits and characteristics based on their food choices. Our research shows that we can use this important role of food for consumer welfare if we highlight that healthy food is not only good for consumers, but also helps them to impress others. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's a part of it. I don't need to impress. I just need to enjoy the food that I'm eating. Yeah. But you know what? If they if they want to market these foods, then they can uh, you know find a way to make you go. Hmm, maybe I'll choose that. Mm, uh, crushes a fish in his ramen. <laughs> I like it. Uh, these <laughs> goldfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these findings uh, could also be very significant to those hoping to improve health eat, uh, healthy eating practices in the UK because they open up a new avenue to promote the benefits of healthy eating. Well, how's about that? So a little observation there for you. All right, that means I have time for one more thing. We'll talk about a place we like, and that's Panera. Uh, they're welcoming back the toasted Frontega chicken sandwich. That was my wife's go-to for a long time. It features smoked pulled chicken, mozzarella cheese, tomatoes, red onions, fresh basil, and is topped with chipotle sauce on black pepper focaccia. Uh, the sandwich was removed from the menu earlier this year, and a rep from Panera says they've seen a 300% increase in mentions of the sandwich across social channels. And more than 500 fans have shared their strong feelings about the sandwich and disappointment of it being removed from the menu. That's all it takes is 500 people to get something back on a menu? This is staggering! A place that serves millions throughout the country? Yeah. Um, I would say this, that a lot of times, as with the Taco Bell uh, Taco Pizza that you mentioned, they'll purposely take something off a menu to get people so they can do a campaign like this. 
500 people, Preston, probably walk in and out of Panera's every day confused about where they're walking into. Right. So, so there's no, um, you know, but it's still, I, I think it's a solid sandwich. They have a new chicken sandwich. I tried that. Uh, and, and it's clear. Uh, it's See-through? Another, no, no, I didn't mean it's clear. Oh. It's understandable. Oh. <laughs> uh, that they, uh, <laughs> that they're also jumping on the, the chicken sandwich bandwagon yes. a la uh, Popeye's. And it's, it's good. You know, it's, it's like a, It's hard to do a fried. It tastes you're... similar to the, the McDonald's version of their, oh, uh, the grill. Uh, the, the uh, chicken. knocked up, uh, chicken. Not knocked up, <laughs> not, not pregnant. Oh my God. Oh my God. Milky. What did you just put in me? <laughs> A knocked up chicken sandwich. They only, What's only the secret sauce? Only pregnant eggs. They're pregnant eggs. I'm done. I'm officially done. <laughs> Is that semen on that chicken sandwich? Yeah, that's how we get you knocked up. Pregnant eggs. That's a good band name, dude. Pregnant, pregnant eggs. eggs. Yeah. Pregnant right. eggs. I like that. There's a bump on my egg. Oh, it's pregnant. Uh. Uh, okay, so hang on a second. Uh, okay. Does that mean hens are pretty much always pregnant because they're laying eggs every day? Uh, you no, know, I thought about that. <laughs> I said that. No, because I learned this when I had the the chicks. <laughs> they have to be they have to be fertilized. fertilized I know. So but... so no. Because but they're not they're, all going to become a baby. They're rotating. They they, they don't like a, one hen. How often can a hen? Deliver eggs. Can the, like one deliver every day? day. Yeah. Like really? Every day. I've, yeah. I've heard from people who raise chickens. But here's a question: Do you need a rooster in order to get a hen to lay eggs? Yes, I believe you do. Well, they not have to, to lay eggs, no, 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 but no. To, to, fertilize to fertilize it for it to, for it to turn into well, a chicken. Someday. Another hen with a strap on. I know somebody who knows a lot about chickens, Ooh. and maybe we could call him to be on the show. Yo, Simmons. Yeah. Yo. But no, I. That is a good question. Will a hen? I'm sorry. How no. many chickens were killed that day? Uh, however, five million. It was million. five million. Because I'm surprised. I thought you were still going to be doing your in memoriam. Uh, oh sh- no. no. <laughs> Lonnie. Oh, that's right. He was reading Gino. off the name of every single chicken that died in that fire. Torquemada. Torquemada. <laughs> All right, Kathy. Hens Answer. will lay eggs with or without a rooster. Okay. Without a rooster, your hen's eggs are infertile, so they won't develop into chicks. If you do have a rooster, eggs need to be collected daily and kept in a cool place before being used so that they won't develop into chicks. Okay. So that, okay, it's a fascinating thing. You know that they the way they do it, and uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of work though. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm going to laugh all weekend about that. I that is good. <laughs> That's his new song. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> David, Pixie, Sonia, 
Chino. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. We, we should, I mean, just in honor of all those dead chickens, we should check in with Gene, with Gene. Yeah. every now and then. He's going to be doing it for five years. <laughs> oh, lordy lord. Okay, um... We're done. Okay. Yeah, is that yes. it? Okay. That's all, all right. we have time for the connoisseur. We got to wrap, but thank you very much for uh, being part of this particular segment. Uh, and don't forget, we have a couple of more things coming up as far as winning goes. Concert cash again, a little less than an hour from now at 10 a.m. Yes. And also, we'll be playing at some point a clip of something that happened at one of our live broadcasts for Eggs with Pegs, Eggs with Peg, the Keenan's live <laughs> broadcast in North Wildwood. Uh, and it's courtesy of course like when you hear that clip be the 27th caller and you will win a couple line passes for that live broadcast and you win your own table while we're doing our show there so you have your own little area it's pretty awesome we'll give you uh, a bucket of uh, Coors Light for the table and a case of Coors Light for you to take home as well so keep your ears peeled for that it can happen at any time we're going to take a break we'll be back in a moment stay with us Glad you asked. The Black Keys. Dirty Honey. Jelly Roll. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So today's Friday the 13th. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to explore a little bit about that? I think so. It's appropriate. Yep. What it's um, the history, its origins are, and all that stuff. Besides Camp Crystal Lake, but for many people, that's what it means. When I was younger, I did kind of take heed of the of the notion. Yeah. I mean, I don't care anymore. It means absolutely nothing to me anymore. But I mean, when I was when I was a kid, when I was like a teenager, I'd be like, ooh. Well, what's going to happen today? Friday the 13th, you know, something yeah. is going to happen. I've actually had some of the best moments and things in my life happen on Friday the 13th. Oh, so, yeah? yeah? I've had good experiences in general. Yeah. Friday, July 13th, 2007, one of the best things ever happened to me. Even at Camp Chris. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. My son was born. Aww. Oh, there you go, yeah. He was born on Friday the 13th? Mm-hmm. Okay. You All know, right. a lot of people say, well, in the original Friday the 13th, and, you know, Jason Voorhees... Little boy was in, in the in the swimming, yeah. and he drowned. And camp counselors were having sex. So all that happened. The kid died. But what they don't ever tell you is that it was also pizza night in the cafeteria. Oh, oh my oh, god! So, so there was that was going on as well. We can't discount that. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So fear of the number thirteen. We have to start there. Um, Friday the thirteenth brings bad luck, but it's uncertain exactly when this particular tradition began. So. Uh, negative superstitions have swirled around the number 13 for centuries. But we don't know where Friday the 13th, how this all came together. There's no clear-cut answer on that. But Western cultures have historically associated the number 12 with completeness. There's 12 days of Christmas, 12 months of the Zodiac signs. There's 12 months in the year. There's 12 labors. Days in the week. Uh, 12, labor, no, 12 labors of Hercules. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, 12 gods of Olympus and 12 tribes of Israel. Uh, just to name a few ex- examples, its successor 13 has a long history of a sign of bad luck. An ancient code of Hammurabi, for example, yeah, reportedly omitted a 13th law from its list of legal rules. Though this was probably a clerical error, superstitious people sometimes point to this as proof of 13's long-standing... Hammurabi, can I see you in my office for a second? Uh, <laughs> negative association. What was the thing about Hercules? What were the 12 the 13, These were tasks labors. that he had to complete 
I think, um, you know, he was, was he not technically, was he a demigod, was he not? I don't remember. Yes. Uh, so, so, um, he's he, like Zeus right. knocked up a, a mortal. Right, right. Yeah. And so Zeus was I his dad. what's your name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I believe he had to complete these 12 tasks. Um, mow the lawn. Mow the lawn. Weed yeah, yeah. Right. Take the trash um, out. Yep. Uh, rubber baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> uh, All right, well, anyhow. According to biblical tradition, 13 guests attended the Last Supper held on uh, Maundy Thursday. Yeah. Is that what that says? That was, they, they called it that night. It was a big thing. <laughs> M-A-U-N-D-Y. It's Ma- Maundy Thursday. <laughs> Maundy Thursday. Uh, and that includes <laughs> Jesus and his 12 apostles, one of, who, one of whose, of course, Judas betrayed him. Yes. The next day was Good Friday, the day of Jesus' crucifixion. Uh, the seating arrangement of the Last Supper is believed to have given rise to a long-standing Christian superstition that having 13 guests at a table was a bad omen, specifically yeah. uh, that it was courting death. Well, you know, so that people would avoid having 13 people at a table. They were at, when that for that supper they were they were floating the the waiter. Can you can you sit me next to Jesus? <laughs> yeah, right. And then yeah. they did the credit card game. Yeah, at the yeah. End, uh, where everybody uh, put right. the credit card in, and somebody yeah, one yeah, person yeah, was paying awful, for all awful. of it. Yeah, credit yeah. card roulette. Credit card roulette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, though Friday's negative associations are weaker, some have suggested they also have roots in Christian tradition. Just as Jesus was crucified on a Friday. Friday was also said to be the day that Eve gave Adam the faithful apple from the tree of knowledge, as yep. well as the day that Cain killed his brother Abel. So that's all tied into this. I don't know. I've always heard, as as this admits, and I, I think the article I sent over is from the History Channel president, but it's, um, uh, there's no concrete explanation of the derivation of the yeah. association. So mm-hmm. even this is all still supposition. Yep. Uh, so, in the late 19th century, a New Yorker named Captain William Fowler Kyle. sought to remove the enduring stigma surrounding the number 13, and particularly the unwritten rule about not having 13 guests at a dinner table, by founding an exclusive society called the 13 Club. The group dined regularly <clears throat> on the 13th day of the month in room 13 of the Knickerbocker Cottage. Until the captain was killed by his guinea pig. A popular watering hole that Fowler owned in uh, 1863 to 1883. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before sitting down to a 13-course dinner, members would pass beneath a ladder, and the banner read, uh, and it's in Latin here, so I'll I'll do my best, uh, Morturi te salutamus, which in Latin, and you'll recognize this phrase, means those of us who are about to die salute you. Yeah. Just like the, the, the gladiators creed uh former u.s presidents four of them uh chester a arthur grover cleveland benjamin harrison and theodore roosevelt would join the 13 clubs ranks at one time or another so they would sort of thumb their nose yep. at superstition and nothing bad happened no they all died all dead. Dead. <laughs> they all died all dead, dead, dude. Dead. every one of what them what are you talking about <laughs> that's like the, it's the curse yeah uh there's a couple calls on this let me go to mike hey mike good morning Hey, good morning. How hey, you doing, guys? Good. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, it, it, it originates from the Knights Templar. Yeah. So on Friday, October 13th, 1307, King Philip IX of France ordered the collection of all the Knights Templars thrown into prison. Okay. So that's where the original Friday it, It's It's probably was. certainly one of them. I, I Again, we is. I don't know which one is is the real Thanks, the real deal here. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, it it surrounds 
the the date, and yeah. you don't hear about it as much anymore. I don't Do you, think. Have you gone into buildings now with thirteen floors? With I don't pay attention. Floor? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Marissa, does your building have a thirteenth floor? You asked this a little while ago, and I noticed mine does not. Okay, it goes right no. from twelve to fourteen. That's wow, gang. That's just silly. But now it, it makes... It really is just silly. It makes so much more sense why uh, it's hard to find elevator buttons. Because my mind will, like, click on... The, if it's, like, one, yeah. the next one should be five, ten, but then... If it's rows of five. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 I gotcha. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's, uh, that makes sense. And I, and I never pay attention to uh, airlines when I'm walking down the aisle oh. looking for my seat. I never... Do they? Probably not. I'm guessing so. And I, and it's you know it just it feeds right into it. But I mean, right. would you would you be hesitant to sit in a row thirteen no. or live no. on a thirteenth floor? No. I wouldn't. No, but yeah. but uh, when I'm at a cash register and six 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 comes up, yeah, whether it's the how much I owe or how much change I'm going to get back, I wouldn't pet a blind man's ferret with that spinning around three times. <laughs> now, what is what's going through your mind when that happens? <laughs> you sound so defeated. Well, because I just have, you know, I was raised in a, sure. you know, Christian Catholic household and, uh, you know, that's, I don't know. Like, I just, you I know, mean, there's there's certain things that I know are uh, ridiculous, but I still carry Well, it's, it's very similar to you, Preston, in the house. Like, you know there's nothing. Like you say, yeah. you know nothing's there, but you you're yeah. just, there's a little bit that says, but what if I'm wrong? But you're not doing anything wrong. You know, I mean, if, is right. that is that the, the worry that if, if I'm doing this wrong, I'm not, you know, I, uh-oh, I did that, I can't get into heaven, you know, or something like yeah, that in no, the back of your mind? Even, I don't want to invite the devil into my okay. life, Preston. <laughs> okay. I don't know which doorway, uh, which, uh, you know, is a doorway for to, to allow him. Also, let me ask you this question. Yes. <laughs> like I would never even jokingly like these guys the thirteen club they thumb their nose right. like I would never be audacious like, about it jokingly sell my soul do you know oh, what I, mean? I know what you're yeah. saying yes, yes. Oh. yeah like, I wouldn't either like, that's that's the whole thing about the Ouija board right the Ouija board the people who you know by the way it was invented by Milton Bradley I think it was <laughs> it was not even a yeah. uh, an actual thing yeah. also the whole thing the whole notion of six 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 I think is sort of a um, that came much later. That's not really doesn't have any tie other than a sort of tacit association with maybe Aleister Crowley. Or and why that? Why not four four four? Yeah, five fifty five. Or, uh, or what about when you want to dig? What number do you call? <laughs> that's three one one. Three one one. I thought that was eight one one. That's what I thought. Three one one is information. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's four one one is information. <laughs> no, nine one one is information. Yeah, you got the devil. <laughs> what can I do? Yeah, don't dig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm I'm looking at it from down here and I can see you got pipes running. <laughs> right? Let me put the devil in charge of it. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Three one one is the actual information number for the city. That's not where you dig. You dig was our made up number. Three one one was. I dig. thought that was to report things to the city. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Dig is real and dig is eight one one. Yeah, because four one one was. Uh, that was the information from the telephone, right? Uh, right. From from the operators, or yes. if you need someone's phone number, correct? Info. There's legitimately call before you dig number. Yeah, I think it's eight one one. It's got to be. Yeah, pretty certain. Um, wait, but okay. my, so my mom's argument with the Ouija board was just that. Like, I don't know if it works, but. Just in case it does, we're not allowing the devil into our lives. There is a whole theory uh, uh, in 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 that realm of uh, Pascal's wager, which is he believes in a, in, a, in a higher being, because 
Why not? Because you know, and yeah. depending on and whatever floats your your boat. I've I've raised Irish Catholic, and uh, but I mean, to to many people, that's just a lot of people just say. I don't think like like the chair, the chair at the uh, was it the Bolton? Is it the Bolton? Yeah, Bolton Mansion. Right, right. Yeah. So the, the chair. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna take that chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a sculpture on Ursinus's campus that the lore was if you touch the sculpture, you failed out of school. Yeah. I never touched the sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> that sculpture was real. Well, my bu- speaking of which, my buddy Veal apparently touched the sculpture and he failed out twice. Your buddy Veal? <laughs> yeah. His name was Veal. Wow. That's I don't want to say his real name. <laughs> was was his room inordinately small? <laughs> <laughs> His sides were touching the walls. It was so tiny. That's where Veal lives. Wow. Okay. All right. Anyhow. Um, I still, like, I won't say, even though it was a movie, I'm not going to say Candyman in front of a mirror. Not going to do it. Right. Or uh, what is it? Um, a Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. I never did that one either. Kathy, I bet you said Bloody Mary in a bar a few times, right? <laughs> Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're ordering for everyone, you end up saying it five times. Margarita, 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 margarita. <laughs> Thank God that's not a thing. Uh, okay, well, let's get off of this crap. All right. Yes. All right. I, I, uh, it's kind of junk drawer. I have oh, a few things oh. uh, to talk about here, and I, I want to make sure that's about the uh, stream of consciousness. Nah, we did that the other day. This is a totally different thing, Steve. I know. All right, so uh, this one... Oh, wait, hang on. It's in there somewhere. I'm up to my elbow. There it is. I found it. Uh, this one, we've actually mentioned this place on the air before, and those who uh, frequent the Wildwood, New Jersey area will be familiar with this little house. It's called the Pizza Slice House. Casey's yeah, mentioned yes, it. Yes, talked about it. It's a little triangle A-frame house. Uh, it's I pass by it all the time. Um, it is at the corner of Bennett Avenue and Park in Wildwood. And it is scheduled for demolition. Oh, no This is crazy because uh, it's, a, it's, isn't it like a, uh, uh, Landmark? I don't think historical. it's historical. What okay. is your question? Uh, the historical is the word I it was It is not. For. They want it to be. Uh, okay. okay. So here's, here's the story, uh, about that. So it's a two, so it and the two bedroom bungalow. You're going to, you're going to find the, the backstory of this place very interesting. Okay. All right. Um, not interesting in, in the sense of, wow, we really need to save that for history's sake, but yeah. it's kind of interesting why it was built. So, uh, two-bedroom bungalow behind it is also sold. It'll be clearing the path for redevelopment, uh, but a group of preservationists want to save the structure. It's been a landmark in the Wildwood since 1960s, just because it looks out of place. Yes. There's nowhere else or anywhere around there that looks anything like this, and it's tiny, dude. So, um, the president of the Wildwood Historical Society and vice president of the Preservation Advocacy Group, Preserving the Wildwoods, uh, Taylor Henry said, it's unique, it's a local icon, it's a lo- really a local landmark. The property, <clears throat> which isn't even a tenth of an acre. <laughs> wow. It includes both the A-frame and the bungalow, sold for $175,000 in July of last year. Yeah. And according to the real estate listing, the property tax records show... That it had at least two other owners since the mid-1990s. Previous owners bought it for $325,000. Whoa! In 2007. For a tenth of an acre. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Because now it went for $175,000 when when, uh, property prices are skyrocketing at the shore. Right. Yeah. So so they also... Kind of a steal. Wait a second. But a a tenth of an acre at the shore... Uh, you can put, you can set a a house and a house house on it and charge a crap load for no doubt. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so a, that, like a regular house could go on a right. tenth of an acre. You, you look at this because a lot of the houses that you get down there, press. I think like in your area, they they you know uh, they 
they fill up the whole plot of land usually, right? Right. Yeah. Very yeah. seldom you're going to find a yard. A yard, yeah. Right. So um, whoever bought it back in 07 over the last however many years have not taken care of it. I know somebody who went through it. They were uh, thinking about purchasing it. I never knew prior to the, that that there was a bungalow behind it. And then when this person showed me, like, the videos and photos of... What it looked like on the inside, he's like, it's just not worth it. It's it's you know, it's not worth the. I uh, assume no you're, you're dealing with very slanted walls and right. I mean, I mean look the, at it. Well, the bungalow in the back to me would be more cool appealing. Like, so here's the deal: the A-frame was never meant to be somewhere for someone to live in. Right. And I'll give you the history of it. All right. Okay. Uh, so, what did you want to add, Kath? No, I was just going to say I once walked from uh, Sea Isle to the end of Stone Harbor um, with my sister-in-law. We were actually when I did that three-day r- race or three-day oh, walk okay. for uh, Susan G. Komen. You had, they gave you like training schedules. Anyway, we so we once did that walk. We walked to the end of Stone Harbor and then turned around and came back. And there's actually a number of places like this, not the pizza slice, but these little tiny plots of land with a little tiny house on it yeah. from that walk. And we saw a lot of interesting houses. So this isn't. Uh, this isn't unique, unique to the shore. It must right. be, you know, how they how they built houses so things, a long time ago. Well, things okay. similar to this A-frame style, though, Kathy? No, no okay. I didn't see. I don't remember anything like that, but it, there were tiny houses. So, again, this isn't a house, okay? So, um, and, and it's not it, a it, home. It, it'll, it'll make sense in a moment here. So, so Mark Daly bought the property in 2021 because it was a decent deal, he said. And now uh, <clears throat> that area, that property is going to be redeveloped into condos. And while spending time at the shore last summer, he spread the word about the A-frame structure, that it was up for sale, but he didn't get any serious offers. He said people would stop by and say, you're going to tear that down. I said, not if you buy it. And he said that, excuse me, he wants to move forward and break ground. If they want it to be moved, he said they better do it in about two weeks. Oh, wow. Because it's coming down. And you could move it. He said that he'll uh, give away the house for free. But the new owner must move it themselves or hire a company, and they can cost around $35,000 to do that. So here's the story behind this tiny little A-frame in Wildwood. Okay. Uh, the house was built by Glenn Dye and was never intended to be a living house. He built the house to use as a clubhouse for his bottle collector group. Oh, my God. Huh. Where he was the president. <laughs> That's where the bottle collector group this would meet? group of people who collected bottles that they found. Good to see you, fellas. Would meet. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be looking at some exciting new bottles. Uh, some are tinted green, and other ones have sort of rubbery caps. So let's begin. So they use the structure to hold monthly meetings to talk about, swap, and sell the bottles they found on their digs around the beaches. Not beer bottles. Just Not bottles. bottles filled with beer, just bottles. Just bottles. Okay. They're bottle collectors. It's going to be a good time tonight. We've yeah. got some exciting <laughs> bottles. Uh, Dealey said that... Uh, Man, we need our own bottle house. He has the original plans from Sears Roebuck. From Can't 19- do that in a regular house. You need your own establishment, right, Preston? From 1958 and believes that it was built in 1960. 1960. Uh, its long roof line extends down the foundation, making it more reminiscent of a lakeside or mountainside retreat rather than a house alongside a busy shore road. I'd love to see inside of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are, there, are there pictures from the inside? Damn, are... I had them, and I don't I don't have them saved. That was Because that was, it's two floors. It is. So through the front window, various bottles appear. Uh, papers and boxes can be seen scattered around the inside of the house, along with a sign that reads, Anti-Q's Old Bottles, Wildwood, New Jersey. The bottles. Wait, wait. And, and then in this box are bottle caps. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-Q's or anti- Anti-Q's? 
cues. As in antiques. Yeah. Uh, old bottles, Wildwood, New Jersey. The approximately 18 by 20 foot house. That's 18 it. 18 by 20 feet. Uh, will be gone one way or another, and the builders are giving the, uh, the preservation group some time to find a new location for clearing the lot, explained Henry. Uh, she would like to keep it in Wildwood with the thought of it having uh, moved to a city park where it can still be visible. She has been approached by a number of people with the same suggestion. Wildwood Mayor Pete Byron said the house is something that he's always noticed as a kid and is cool looking, but the city has no place to put it. He said, if we had any land where that would go, uh, we would uh, that could go, we would want to sell it to a developer to build a rebate on it. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, a rebate? Uh, a redable on it? Re- huh. a rateable? Oh, a rateable on it. Oh. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, uh, land is too expensive just to give it up for something that really has no use, he said. I liked Casey's idea of, of kind of designing it like a pizza wedge yeah. and making it a, a pizza stand. I think it's just too small for anything. Uh, Not for but, bottles. But, uh, yeah, apparently that's the perfect fit for <laughs> it. Perfect for bottles. Uh, Henry said they've received a number of responses. It's a palace. Already after posting the request on their Facebook page last week. Uh, they said, we got somebody who wants to move it to a cemetery and use it as a caretaker's cottage. Other requests include taking it uh, offshore. I'd like to make it a chewing gum museum. To create <laughs> okay, <laughs> to create a campground retreat and uh, putting it on a boat and having a floating Airbnb. Could you so, turn it into a gym? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You definitely could do that. So anyhow... Anyhow, wow. that's that's the story behind yeah. the little A-frame, and uh, and it's probably going to be gone soon. I think of it's all cute. The things, it's like when they, you know, when they moved, uh, you know, the the Margate uh, Lucy, Lucy, Lucy the yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not quite that I level, I don't think. And I, and I think that listen, when it's gone, yeah, it's no big deal. It's, I mean, it'll, you know, yeah, I mean it. it it's not. It's just quirky looking. It's not appealing. It's not like an appealing yeah. piece of uh, of it just real estate. Out. Steve, you should have seen what they the house that they moved in Wildwood. Uh, I think it was this past off season. It was a big house. They can like move it. Really, it's really yes. And you know they put this thing up on you know a platform and and you know hauled it down uh, Pacific Avenue. I'm like, how is that even fitting on the street? It's a whole industry unto itself. Mm-hmm. See, if somebody right. recommended it could be a, a pudding clubhouse. <laughs> somebody <laughs> could set up an wonderful various tributes to various puddings that I've had. Over. <laughs> this is one. This is one of the first snack packs I ever had displayed here with a, kind of a Reynolds foil wrapped foil top. It came with his own spoon. Oh, gosh, that was good pudding. <laughs> Somebody needs to buy that for the pudding club. What about the uh, Gene Simmons Chicken Memorial? You could do that. Uh, that gets, you know, as a memorial. Yeah. That, Thank you for coming today. That would be nice. Ronaldo. <laughs> Stefan. Arizona Pete. <laughs> Okay, that continues. Uh, I, I have some other stories, and okay. uh, this involves, if I can find it here, hang on. Uh, this involves uh, vacationing and vacation homes and things like that. Airbnb revealed uh, this week that it is overhauling how people search for rental listings on the site. I like this idea. Now, I've only just slightly dabbled with Airbnb, and I've never rented one. No, I, I wouldn't. Uh, but uh, current searches are mostly done by location, but the company will be adding dozens of search categories, including things like chef's kitchens, uh, historical homes, uh, stuff like that. And they oh, say okay. that it will help people find listings that they didn't know existed and in locations they hadn't even considered, which they said that can take the pressure off of over-tourism in popular destinations. I actually just wanted to search, like, 
dates. And right. you can't you can't do you can't that. Do you that? have to pick a specific location. Like I was right. sort of looking to see, like you know, sometimes they'll post these beautiful houses, and you know, you can stay here. So I was sort of looking for something like that. So you're looking for the and that like scenes a, with this because you want to say, okay, let me see what potential options yes. I have like what's, and come yeah, in that way. Yes. Maybe there's somewhere that I would never think of vacationing, right, right. and you know, I was and I just wanted to look for that. And you can't. You have to put a specific location in there. And I think, yeah, that well, makes sense. On some level, it has to be a safety for the airbnb host because they don't want to just say hey my house is empty at That's 301 true. chestnut avenue right well they don't Go put ahead. the addresses on there yeah and it's like and it's a broad location like it's kind of like it's in this town right. in the north part of the city well I, I i have a feeling kathy that they'll probably open it up to things like that yeah i hope so well um, and also to the point if you if you're making the actual stay the the vacation or the thing where, like, I want a house that has a hot tub and a pool. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, so yeah. so listings will be organized by 56 categories, including proximity to attractions, right? Uh, to an activity like skiing or surfing, or by the style of home. Uh, Airbnb will also let people book split stays between homes huh. and will have new protections for renters when listings don't live up to what the advertisers that ha- ha- advertised. That happened to me. Right? This, it happened to a friend of mine. What too. happened? Just this, this past um, winter. It was not terrible, but it wasn't good. It, the house looked great on Airbnb. Uh, I mean, it looked beautiful. And, I, you know, you could tell in some of the pictures it was an older home. It was a mountain yeah. house. So, yeah, like, yeah. You, yeah. you know, it was that type of house, which is fine. But we got there and it was not clean clean. Oh. The hot tub uh, had molds growing. I'm surprised uh. that you, to, for you, for a, a Airbnb would, would be a... Well, it was the first time I ever used it, and okay. I'm not sure that I would do it, it again. again. I would be nervous to, like, say I get on I a plane to fly yeah. somewhere and I show up and that's what it looks like. I would yeah. not be okay and with I'll that. i be in the basement if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's your only option, you and my, know, my whole family you showed up. Yeah. My whole family left a day early. Oh, Just wow. call me Scratchy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be right down here. I'll be down in the basement. I got some things I'm working on. If you hear screaming, it ain't nothing. <laughs> you, know what, you know what it was? It was like, it was fully a, um, I don't want to say a party house, but like I could see a group of uh, friends, you know, like young 20s, yeah, like yeah. couples going, you know, for the weekend to ski. That's what it was like. And meanwhile, we had, you know, four or five kids with us. Wasn't our calendar location? Oh my God. Wasn't yeah. that an Airbnb? I, that's why he bought it. He bought the uh, house yeah, yeah, yeah. to Airbnb it. But but it was a nice house yeah, yeah yeah yeah. but people went at bachelor parties and, bachelor and parties. all that yeah. kathy i was in that neighborhood the other day walking up that street and i saw this car kind of creeping around and it was like these people were ready to party and i was like i know exactly <laughs> where you guys are they wow. sold it oh, oh did yeah. he yeah, was he it was too much it. of a pain in the ass uh i think so i think the yeah. whole like airbnb thing and and like the mix-up that we had you know he had somebody managing that and he said there were it things didn't that work. yeah well you can put restrictions on what you want to transpire at the house yeah. right yeah yeah I don't know if this update already happened, but I'm on the website now, Kathy, and you can choose which dates. There you go. But you do have to put in no, like, you can a choose location. the dates, but you have to put a location. Oh, That's okay. what I'm yeah. saying. I just wanted to say, hey, I want to go away on these dates. I don't care What's where available? I go. Oh, I yeah. want a really cool house. What's available? And then you decide after the fact. Right, right. All right. Well, anyhow, they're working on stuff like that. Uh, that's all we have time for in the junk drawer because we got some business to attend to. Our final uh, chance for you to win, or our, our, challenge, our final chance to present an opportunity for you to win concert cash is just moments away because we wrap up the promotion today. Make sure you also keep your ears peeled for the Keenan's clip that can net you a very cool prize with our live broadcast coming up. We'll be back in a moment. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks.
Uh, quickly, uh, like I said, I was going to try to spread some of these shards out today, and I got one that says, good morning, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need you guys to stop talking and listen to me. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking. I need you to stop talking and listen to me. Uh, this, uh, this is from John. He says, uh, I'm emailing you guys from the Outer Banks. And I would like to send a special extra juicy shout out to my wonderful sister, Lauren, and her soon-to-be husband, Kyle. Uh, we're down here for their wedding, which is on Thursday the 12th, so I just missed this. Sorry. And if possible, I would like to get a shout out on Thursday. I was so pumped when you guys were able to read a shout out for me uh, to her last year mm. uh, when she got engaged. And it would be awesome to bring it full circle to Lauren. I love you so much. And to Kyle, welcome to the family. Thanks, guys. Ray John, and that's from John Donati. So if you could hit it for me. Uh, that would be great. So, was uh, the Outer Banks getting a little pounded with uh, oh, surf? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the house. house crumbling too. Two yeah. houses. Yeah. They yeah. collapsed into the water. Oh, that's where that was. Yeah. That's where it was, yeah. Yeah, and there was, we were talking about um, uh, at the uh, the Jersey Shore over the last week or so, the, the winds had been really high, uh, and there was a house that was under construction, a really large house crumbled. The, yeah. the, the wind just brought it all down. So, it, it had pretty much been fully framed. Yeah. And it just... Gone. They got to start from scratch. Yep. That's crazy. So, uh, can I do a follow up really quickly from yeah. a chart yesterday? Yeah. Uh, we had the Kevins. One was SoCo and one was Northern California. Yeah. And we were wondering how they found it. Well, they uh, actually shared a video of the shard out. They were listening back on the podcast. Uh. And so I reached out to him on Instagram. He said, uh, thanks so much. We're both from Pensalkin. Uh. We're in our or- early 40s. Uh, Chauncey's been out here for 10 years. I moved in 2015. He and I did a Christmas trip last year, a road trip, and listened to the show the whole way out. They, so, so they drove from here to California? I think the other way. I think from California home oh, to, to Philly, oh, where cool. their families are. So they nice. uh, pretty awesome. relocated Excellent. and kept us with them. Yeah. Casey wants, Casey wants to take that drive someday. I do. Someday. I really, really wish you would allow me to build that trip into the show somehow. Yeah. <laughs> live travel log. Ever going to happen. I know, but please. Listen, oh. we can, though, they, we can let you practice driving in an industrial park. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. 80 miles oh, yeah. an hour step. Right. after the show, though, right? We'll just get you right. the same amount of miles. Uh, looking at the clock, we need to do this. Oh. <laughs> Now, here's your concert cash keyword. All right, the last one for us. The word is coin, C-O-I-N. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that, and there are three ways to do it. You can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911, or to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest, and all MMR winners receive two free tickets to the Barbecue. Winners are going to get a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone contest rules available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by AAA Distributor. So the word again is COIN, C-O-I-N. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, it is brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that is manufactured on-site delivery or pick up for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com. Uh, I'm going to write a note down. Yeah, right, right. Hang, hang on a second. Hang on here. one second. Uh, keep, just keep that that way. Is it about Wordle? Okay. Keep the red red. Okay. okay keep the red right. red. Yeah, because I want to do something. All right. Keeping uh, the red red, yeah. guys. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So a Canadian lawmaker, listen to this, has apologized after he was caught logging on to a closed parliamentary session yeah. from a toilet stall. <laughs> 
Okay. This is great. Liberal Party member uh, Shafkat Ali participated in a hybrid session of Parliament last Friday, joining with a Zoom-like feed visible only to the other parliamentarians. But conservative members grew suspicious of his surroundings. Conservative MP Layla Goodridge told the House of Commons the lawmaker, quote, might be participating in a washroom somewhere inside Parliament, an allegation that baffled the Speaker of House until it was confirmed by parliamentary pages. On Monday, the Conservative House leader, John Brassard, uh, had told Parliament that after studying the stonework, door hinges, and coat hook, <laughs> lawmakers had concluded Ali had placed his camera on the ledge or ridge on the wall just above the back of the toilet. Oh, my God. <laughs> the member of Parliament was literally using the washroom while participating in a sitting of the House of Commons, the Cathedral of Canadian Democracy. I can't believe I actually said those words, Madam Speaker. Why not just turn off the camera portion of it? Exactly. And Ali, and, and nobody saw anything vulgar, I, though. Right, but still. I know. Ali apologized, calling the incident from a toilet stall in the building's West Block an unfortunate event that arose from a lapse in judgment. He said, I take this matter extremely seriously, and I promise never to repeat this error again. Uh, the Deputy House Speaker said Ali's apology was sufficient enough to close the matter, but warned MPs to always be vigilant, <laughs> vigilant when participating remotely. If you don't have to have the camera on, turn it off, turn they it said. Off. Yeah, so. <clears throat> this is why they're really pushing for them all to come to the meetings and and stop the remote stuff, for things like this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, so what if the guy was in the toilet stall? Who cares? Yeah. You know, he's, he's getting the work done. There are people who don't like to talk to people if they're on, like, FaceTime on a toilet. I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I like. Whatever. Uh, so, this is an interesting way to use Tinder, as long as you didn't, don't get caught. Rhode Island kickball player Gianna Peccia was banned from the dating app for life after the service discovered she was using the app to recruit teammates to the kickball league. So, what's what? so bad about that? Uh, the, by the way, the league is called Club uh, Club Waka. Uh, a Tinder spokesperson said yesterday that the company reviewed its decision and found that uh, Pecha was banned appropriately. Pecha tells Club Waka that she found 25 players through the app, including 18 of her, for her team and another seven to help fill out the hey, roster in her league. I'll give you a hand job to join my kickball, kickball team. Uh, she says that she would host uh, dinner meetups with people who were interested so that they could meet me and other people from the league. Now, Tinder guidelines state... You can't do that? ...that solicit, soliciting other users is prohibited and that it's fine to invite your matches to something that you're doing. But if the purpose of your profile... Is to advertise uh, your event or business, uh, nonprofit, political campaign, contest, or to conduct research, we may delete your account. Uh, I can understand that. On another note, do you like playing kick- kickball? Oh, I haven't played it since I was a kid. I yeah. loved kickball. Yeah. I enjoyed it then. Yeah. I don't know how much I would like it now. I but... love that you could, uh, it's basically kickball and dodgeball. You get the person out by hitting him with the ball on the way to the base. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, here's a follow-up story. Uh, the city's, uh, Denver, the city's case against a 71-year-old man who was arrested for using a permanent marker to draw a pickleball court on the floor of a recreation center uh, has been dropped and a settlement has been reached. So they called him the mayor of pickleball. Uh, his lawyer refers to What a moniker. Yeah. Uh, he agreed to pay half the bill for the estimated damages, which equals $2,336, and submit a written apology to the city. Uh, district, the district attorney weighed in. The city also reinstated Arslan Goonies membership okay. uh, to all Denver parks and recreation centers per the settlement. 
What's your name again, sir? Goonie. Uh, Oslin Goonie? Uh, Goonie agreed to drop an appeal submitted. And I think the, you've received your sentence. And the district attorney's office will, will not, you Goonie, right, uh, will not file criminal charges against him. Uh, Denver Parks and Recreation initially said Goonie calls, it caused nearly $10,000 in damages to the rec center. I just wanted to play pickleball. And he was arrested on a felony charge of criminal mischief. By the way, have you played pickleball yet? Uh, no, nope. I still I want to play pickleball. Oh, yep. I have a full set of uh, rackets and balls in my car. Have you played? <laughs> Never. <laughs> but I have them. With the it looks good. Play. Yeah, they play, play my, it. they play in my gym all the time. Okay. <sighs> I got to get out there. I all mean, right. I have everything I need. We have things to do. Yeah. Uh, I got to get back yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I really got to get myself back out there. <laughs> I have a full set of skiing equipment and everything and a ski trip plan, but I just don't go. In your car? We have a... Uh, Ping pong tables out back. And I know. We, you know. I know. And I know. Paddles. <laughs> I've heard it a million times. Yeah, I've yeah. heard it a million times. Yep. All right. So the arrest report for the driver charged in a deadly inner tube accident huh? at Pensacola's Maritime Park states a 20 year old was driving reckless prior to the incident and ignored warnings from other people around. I didn't get this until I read further. Uh, but this is what happened. So Joseph Brooks is charged with negligent manslaughter and the death of 18 year old Christian Garner. At Maritime Park. This is in Florida. I, okay. Investigators say uh, Squirrelwell, who, Squ- Squirewell, uh, who, the, who the hell is Squirewell? Is your Squirrelwell? <laughs> was dri- so this is the guy that was driving. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Joseph Brook, uh, Brooks Squirewell. Uh, he was driving the pickup truck as it pulled an inner tube from the bank of the retention pond okay. into the parking lot. So I've seen this. Yeah, so there's a body of water nearby. Yeah. And the, the you you set somebody in the inner tube. They hold onto a rope that's tied to a truck, and then they pull you. That, in fact, you'll so, see this a lot on America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, when there's flooding and stuff yep, like that, people yep. will do that. So, or there's a, a, a drainage ditch and yes. it's full. So this happened, and apparently the guy landed on the pavement. So he pulled him out of the pond, landed on the pavement, boom, <sighs> killed him. Uh, the report states uh, investigators determined uh, Squirewell drove the truck too far and too fast. As he pulled the inner tube from the pond, so he was really hauling. Yeah, ass. you got to watch your momentum. Uh, the this caused Garner to be thrown from the inner tube and land in the parking lot. Many witnesses provided investigators with similar statements of what had happened. The truck appeared to be rapidly accelerating and continued to do so beyond the point in which the inner tube was pulled from the water. Uh, police say also reviewed camera footage prior to the incident, which, according to a report, showed Squirewell driving a truck in a reckless manager a, a manner during time between the tubing events. Uh, he was doing donuts in the parking lot and nearly ran over someone as well. So this guy was just driving like an idiot. Was he uh, liquored up? At he all? wasn't impaired. Right. No, but he was just driving crazy. And okay. and and when you know when the guy came out of the pond, he kept going fast, and so you know killed him. Not good. All right, there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Uh, we are going to take a break. We will be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us, my friend. Minute, wait a minute. The word. I'm going to give you the word one more time. It's oh, yeah. coin. C O I N. You still have a couple more minutes. All right. Keep that in mind. Now we'll be back in a few minutes. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant. 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday morning and all its no sad broness. Uh, we'll give away our Word of the Week prize in a little while. We have other things to give away. Maybe you heard a little clip that we played just a moment ago, and I think it went something like this. Man, one of you guys has a really pointy penis. All right, now what is the, what's the context on that? Uh, apparently we were doing a game called Popping and Docking. Yep. Uh, and this is a little bit more, an extended portion of that clip. 20 balloons, shortest time wins. Ready for the popping and docking to begin? On your mark, get set, and go. And we are off. There's one. Oh, they're, they're oh, two. They're slamming together. That's three. So they would have uh, uh, balloons between their crotches right. and mm-hmm. smash each other. Do we have a father-son? Yeah, they're the ones who won. Okay. Four. <laughs> Come on, guys. They're... Listen to that Ooh, adorable that? laugh. Dear Listen God. to that adorable laugh. That's three. Four. <laughs> Come on, guys. They're trying. That's five. There's six. There's seven. There's eight. Man, they're moving. There's nine. They are slamming their crunches together. That's ten. Halfway there. There's eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Look at that. Look at that manly action. Fifteen. Five left to go. Yeah, one of them's got Come a boner. Okay, yes. <laughs> Three more. One, two, last one. Time. Oh, dude. Wow. Man, one of you guys has a really pointy penis. And there was the line, and we were looking for caller number 27. And everybody, it's Jack. Hey, Hey, Jack. How you doing, man? Yes. (laughs) I have a feeling we're going to hear that a few times live at Keenan's that morning. How you doing, Jack? I am doing amazing. I've been trying to get through to you guys for years, and this is my first time. Oh. Getting well, okay. Have you have you ever been to the Keenan's live broadcast? Yes, I was actually there for popping and docking, and I totally <laughs> forgot of what the name of it was called. That's awesome. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, listen, and you know how crowded it gets there, and you know how crazy it is. You're going to have your own special area. You're going to essentially we're giving you a table, and nobody can take that away from you. So it'll be reserved for you and your friends, my man. Thank God, the back's too crowded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and we're going to give you we're going to give you a, uh, a bucket of Coors Light, and we'll give you that. That'll be while you're there, and then we'll give you a case that you can take home as well, and you get to cut the lines so you don't have to wait if you want to get there early. All right, bud? All right, this is amazing. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. Uh, We love you, man. man. Congratulations. We will see you on the 27th, bright and early for Keenan's and Eggs with Peg. It's all brought to you by Coors Light. And you can go to WMMR.com. There's a chance for you to win another way. Uh, the VIP setup that uh, that Jack has, and that is to upload a photo of you from one of our previous Keenan's events. So the call-in stuff is for anybody, even if you've never been there. But that particular one is for those who have been there before, and you post some pictures, and you never know, you might end up winning. Love it. Love it. Yep. All right, so lesson question time. We are going to give away this morning a pair of tickets to MMR Rocks Roger Waters, Friday, August 5th. That is at the Wells Fargo Center. And uh, let me see here. I did not look at these. I never do look at these. I'm such an idiot. I should look at these. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's go with, okay, how about this? 
Um, since I don't like wearing a wedding ring, where should I get a Rochelle I love you tattoo? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know that, all right? Since I don't wear a wedding ring, where should I get a Rochelle I love you tattoo on my body? Where? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. And while you're calling for that, we will do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Animax Golf Tournament, benefiting service dogs for veterans. It's almost here. Become a sponsored by visiting fetchtheballcharity.com and use the promo code ROCK to get a free gift. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, 93-year-old James Hong finally got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hong became emotional saying how proud his father would have been to see his star right next to Snookies. Yeah. Oh, my God. Adele recently purchased an estate formerly owned by Sylvester Stallone and was thrilled to find a Rocky statue perched at the end of her pool. Adele says she loves the, the Stallone accent, but admits the Demolition Man bathroom has made it difficult to wipe her ass. <laughs> yeah. And finally, promotional teasers have begun airing for the 12th season premiere of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Apparently, some of the cast are not thrilled with the new tagline, the claws are out and the dentures are in. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, thank you, Steve. Uh, we will go to the phones and see if we can get an answer to this question. And since I don't like wearing a wedding ring, where should I get I Love You, Rochelle? tattooed. And it is James that we go to. Hi there, James. How you doing? Good. All right, James, where should I get that tattoo? Around your neck. Yes. Hang on, buddy. Got your tickets. Going to see Roger Waters Friday, August 5th. Wells Fargo Center. Excuse me. This is not a drill tour. Uh, Performing in the round. And tickets for both shows, August 5th and 6th, are on sale now. And you can get complete details at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Velociraptor. Brought to you this morning by uh, Coors Light. And, of course, we have the President and Steve Show headed to Keenan's in North Wildwood Friday, May 27th, officially to open the Jersey Shore. And you can be there starting at 6 a.m. Brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. All right, Ozzy Osbourne's daughter, Kelly Osbourne, and her boyfriend, Slipknot, Sid Wilson, are expecting their first child together. Uh, they each shared the big news in their respective social media accounts yesterday. No due date has been yet as of yet, uh, but they posted pictures of the sonogram, uh-huh. and they're all excited. Sharon responded to the news by tweeting, my heart could not be more full. We're so happy. So excited <laughs> to share this beautiful journey with you, Kelly. I no- can't wait to see your lullabies. No word from Ozzy <laughs> as of yet. Coldplay says that uh, they are committed to making their tour as sustainable and low-carbon impact as possible. And now they're facing some backlash for partnering with Nest, a Finnish oil company that has ties to deforestation. Uh, Some perceive that Nest's partnership with Coldplay is an effort to hide the company's controversies and uh, false statements about sustainable energy. The band explained in a statement that they aim to reduce overall CO2 emissions by 50% compared with the 2017 tour through their partnership. Uh, They plan to do that by using renewable energy and making use of alternatives available in the cities that they're performing in. Uh, The band even used renewable waste made up of recycled cooking oils and byproducts to fuel their touring plane. They were, uh, and they also were criticized because they were giving away uh, carbon footprint points 
and they had a thing called the Baby Seal Clubbing Pit. Oh, okay. And no, you can't do you, that. That was no. counter. You mentioned Nest. Are we talking about like the Nest thermostats and things of that nature? N-E-S-T-E. So yeah. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, no. No, it's different. Uh, no. Uh, they had approached... Nest thermostats and, and house systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's spelled differently. Mm-hmm. They have received criticism for their collaboration. But, well, by the way, they had approached various electric car manufacturers to supply the batteries and expertise so they could uh, power their shows renewable with renewable energy as well. And then they received criticism for collaborating with BMW, which is an influential lobbyist in preventing the EU from reaching zero emissions by 2035. But this week, Coldplay reacted to the backlash. Reiterated that they are still, quote, trying their best. Yes. Uh, but they say the changeover is a work in progress. They so. didn't know that one company dumped garbage in the ocean. <clears throat> They're doing what they can. My Chemical Romance released their first song in eight years yesterday. Uh, the six-minute song, The Foundations of Decay, is the band's first release since 2014's Fake Your Death, which was included on their Greatest Hits album. Are we talking societal or tooth? Uh, what are you talking about? Decay. Oh, I don't know. Uh, fans can uh-huh. see the band... Performed their new single on tour this summer. The North American leg of the tour kicks off in Oklahoma City on August 20th. They're also set to perform at the Rio Fest and the first ever uh, When We Were Young Festival. This is uh, the foundation of DK. This is, this is the song? Yeah. Foundation DK? Okay. Ah, sounds it's good. It's great. I love it. Yeah, okay. Uh, the long way to You can over. talk that up, right? And yeah. don't forget, we got the big Take a Good Boy coming up later on. Uh, with the release today of the Rolling Stones, 1977 El Macombo Tavern Gigs in Toronto. Mm. The band's latest vault collection, the 23-track live at the El M- uh, Macombo, is available as a double CD and a various other things, you know, like LP and so on. Uh, but according to legend, the band's March 4th performance billed, as the, billed the Stones as the Cockroaches and the opening act for April Wine. Oh. But as it turned out, April Wine served as the Stones' opening act. The new package features the entirety of that March 4th, 1977 set, along with the trio of tracks from the March 5th show, uh, not played the night before. I don't think I'm familiar with this milestone. I was not familiar with this either, but apparently it was a secret show. Wow. And it was a surprise show is what it was, and they recorded it. Surprise! (laughs) Although four selections from the famed uh, shows found their way onto that year's double concert album, Love You Live, uh, the tapes of the shows in varying quality have made the rounds on Underground for decades. It was on February 27, 1977, while in Toronto for the 500-seat El Macombo dates that Keith Richards was arrested mm. for possession of heroin as well. Uh, Richards was awakened by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, who found 5 grams of cocaine, 22 grams of heroin in his room. And he was charged with possession of cocaine and heroin with intent to traffic. Oh, well, uh, eventually serious. Released on $25,000 bail. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was all tied into this club and everything. I uh, eventually received a suspended sentence, and he concluded he did not bring the drugs into the country, but rather purchased them while in Canada. Oh, I bought them here. And then one last thing. Steel Panther are completing the recording process for their new studio album. Uh, the, band, the band, which has not secured a permanent replacement for their original bassist, Lexi Fox, has been working on the effort for the last few months and is planning to enter the mix phase in June. Uh, they issued an update, uh, writing on social media, to all Fanthers, <laughs> metalheads, and clickbait enthusiasts around the globe. Uh, we wanted to give you an update on all things happening in Steel Pantherland. The bass player search continues. We've been road testing several different people uh, to date, and so far we still haven't found the Poontang to our boomerang. <laughs> 
We, I didn't know he had left. Yeah, yeah I happened? didn't know that Why either. Why did he? The, he just, I think he was burned out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so they, they they haven't addressed exactly, they, they haven't said why. But listen, every time those guys came by and they were wonderful and they put on the act, but in between uh, sets and stuff, Lexi always seemed yeah. a little... Not into it? Not into it. Yeah. Like, like disinterested. Like, yeah. I'm tired of doing right, it, playing, right. playing the game. Um, and or maybe he's just I maybe uh, maybe he's just a lower key guy and he just he was got my tired favorite of doing it. Too. He's so funny. <laughs> I know. He was the one that carried the mirror around. Yeah, right? yeah, he yeah, put on yeah. lip gloss. He's so funny, and, and and he was the stupid one. Yeah, yeah. You know, he played him off as just dumb and vain. Yeah, there yeah. was uh, there was I remember one time they were at a show and. Uh, you know, uh, 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 what's his name? Damn it, Michael Starr is getting yeah. the crowd fired up. Yeah, who who loves rock and roll, man? Who loves all this great music? You guys love that. And then Lexi gets up and goes, "Who likes going to the zoo?" <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just—it was so funny the way he that's played gonna off that be a, That's going to be a tough, um, yeah, slot yeah. to fill. Uh, they said that uh, we've—they said we've spoken to a bunch of people. Some of you uh, have seen, and some of you haven't. And we won't rest until we find the next Steel Panther low-end maestro to complete us like Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire. Until then, our good friend Spider is going to be filling in for us in Europe. Uh, we cannot wait to see you guys on the Res Erections Tour <laughs> next month. And they said, also, if you come to any of our shows over the past few weeks, the rumors are totally true. Not only is Stick Zadinia STD free, but we're also working hard on finishing up a new album. And we're planning to enter the mix phase in June, and we will be sharing more exciting news on that in the near future. They, so. they possess all a, a very sharp sense of humor. So yes. you're not only looking for a competent musician, you're looking for someone who's a personality. Yeah, exactly, who can play that role right. and, and get the, the the humor of the band. So, But uh, I can't wait till those guys make it through here again sometime. All right, that's it. Music news. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Uh, you know what? Let me give away the last of my passes I have for Firestarter. Uh, the movie opens today, and you can find it uh, in theaters and streaming. Uh, it'll be streaming on Peacock. It's rated R. So we'll take callers uh, 8 and 9 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give you a pair of Fandango passes to see Firestarter from Stephen King. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. To the end of our musical journey. Journey. On this Friday morning. 10:45. When we but, began this journey, it's about 73 degrees. Our high temperature today, uh, and clouds. Uh, not really seeing much in the way of rain. That's uh, uh, this is fine, actually. Good news. Yeah. Are you golfing today? I am playing golf shortly. So this was that. I don't perfect. know, but this would seem like a perfect day for golf. Perfect. I love overcast days of golf. It's great. So hello, fairway. Uh, we hope so. Anyway, uh, tomorrow, 75, some afternoon showers, and then Sunday, uh, heating up into the 80s, 82 degrees, and 84 on Monday. We're more. Thank you. And then 74 on Tuesday. Wah, wah, wah. No, I don't have enough time to do all that. I wish I did. <laughs> You'd be divorced. I would be. Oh, yeah. my God. It's terrible. Um, I would thank our guests, but the only guest we've had on the program has been you, friend. Thank you for joining in, calling in, winning stuff, doing all that good stuff that we love. 
any day of the week, especially on a Friday and a Friday the 13th, turning it into something joyous instead of something to be feared. Speaking of being feared, the most feared man in radio just walked into the studio. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mother um, effer. And, uh, Friday, the, <laughs> Friday the 13th is always a very lucky day for me. Okay. I was saying the same thing. Yeah. I've had some very wonderful yeah. things happen on I Friday the 13th. The discussion earlier, but um, yeah, I think it's a great day. I'll hit. You know what? I'll hit a hole in one today. How about I think that? you oh. will. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think you can. I hope so. So get out there and yeah. kick some balls. I will kick some balls. All right. All right. <laughs> It's a combination yes, of sir. soccer right. and golf. I'll, I, if you want, I'll come out and coach you. All right. I could <laughs> use right. a good coach. Hit that ball. Ball kicking. Kick Address that the ball. ball. Yeah. Good day. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get right on the business. Are you ready, sir? Yep. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. And the President and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. D is in Dirty. All right, oh. dirty. We'll take caller number six at 215-263-WMMR uh, to win the prize. I saw you uh, uh, waving to Marissa, and I would like to thank Marissa Magnata for wearing multiple hats. Yeah. And more hats than usual. Yeah. As uh, Nick McElwain. McElwain. <laughs> Nick McElwain has been, I think McElwain, uh, has been out sick this week, so. It's fun being in here. It's like going to a concert of your favorite band and, like, hoping they play your favorite song. Like, uh-huh. I'm sitting in here and I'm like, oh, I get to be a part of the connoisseur today and, yeah, like, things yeah, like that. But we should mention, um, unfortunately, Nick had to postpone or cancel his event. Yes. Yeah. That was scheduled for Sunday. Uh, yes. It. it was the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the walk and beer event that he had set for the, uh, uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, and he had to cancel because he's sick and he has COVID. And he can't be, you know, uh, walking Around. 20 miles and then hanging out with a group of people. So, and unfortunately, the way the dates work out uh, for the event, he can't reschedule it because it's coming up soon. But you can donate, and that's what that fundraiser was all about. Anyway, it was the Hike and Beer fundraiser. We have a link to it. It's on uh, WMMR.com or PrestonSteve.com. Click on it. It'll tell you how to donate. If you can, please do that. We would appreciate it. So, it would be wonderful. Uh, let me see. We need to get our winner. We'll go to the calls right now. And it was number six we're looking for. That's Jody. Hi there, Jody. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy yes. Friday to you, Jody. So, do you know the word of the week? Well, it's mashed less the D, the E. M A S H D. Shazam! <laughs> Shazam. Uh, that is right, Jody. And listen to this awesome prize you get. You get dinner. For ten at Nebraska, that's crazy. Yeah, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, where you can eat as much as you want. It's crazy, uh, and it's to celebrate the graduate in your life. Fifteen different cuts of meat and fish served right at your table, and a gourmet salad bar. It's a perfect place for your graduation celebration. Private rooms available. Parties of sixteen or more. You can get information and reservations at nebraza.com. So, congratulations to you, Jody. Thank you so much. For, uh, the thirteenth is good. Excellent. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 again. See? All right. Hang on, we'll get your info, we'll take care of you, and you are all set. What's coming up on the program today, Pierre? Well, my last chance, as you just concluded your last chances for money giveaways, I will have two more opportunities, noon at 2, then Jackson at 4 and 6, and one more final one with Jackie at 8 p.m., concert cash, 500 bucks, and tickets for the MMRBQ, and that will be cool. 
And um, that's coming up. And also, Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction tickets that I have to give away. Excellent. And I've got Workforce Blocks. It'll be a birthday party. Uh, I've got Steve Winwood uh, for his birthday yesterday. Amazing. So I mean, so talented. What can you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve yeah. Winwood. And uh, Talking Heads, David Byrne's birthday is tomorrow. Another one. And uh, Dan Auerbach, his birthday tomorrow. So we'll do a block of the Black Keys and Talking Heads and Steve Winwood. That's going to be a yeah, great day, musically. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Acme from City to Shore. Acme has everything that you need to prepare for this summer season. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. Please enjoy responsibly. And also Trinity Rehab with locations all over. And now opening King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Uh, reminder, it is a karaoke, MMRBQ karaoke voting warm-up weekend. Yes. Uh, from Freedom, or be at Freedom Mortgage uh, Pavilion. i got to get used to that. Uh, but our side stage is going to uh, feature Froggy, Jackie Bam Bam, Party Deck, and uh, the live band karaoke with Sidearm. And you can go to WMMR.com and vote for the videos of the singers. And ten singers will be chosen to get up uh, in each kid's four MMRBQ tickets as well. So listen for blocks of MMRBQ artists all weekend long. Uh, next week on our program, uh, Piff the Magic Dragon. Oh, my God. We'll be in our studio. He's been here before. Piff is great. Yep. Uh, we also have comedian Brendan Schaub. Oh. Holly Shore will be on the program, and we're ramping up for the MMRBQ. So oh, yeah. a lot happening next week. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Buddy, it's good to have you on the map. Ba-toot, ba-toot, ba-ba.